This episode was brought to you by you and the Patreon subscribers like you. So thank you. Welcome to the Metal Gamers Podcast, Patreon Episode 3. Today, we are talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. I am your host, Michael Greenwell. I am also gathered here today with Michael McGowan. Hey, I went first this time. Josh Goodwin. Cy <laughs> Emkoff. And Kyle McElmore. Reverse that. Hey. <laughs> reverse that. You want me to reverse that? Yeah. And Michael, reverse that. Fuck me ass. <laughs> reverse Kyle's hay as well. And cha-cha, real smooth. <laughs> the, the original Final Fantasy VII came out in 1997, and the remake we're talking about today came out this year, the year of our Lord, 2020. And it has quickly become one of my favorite games of all time. And it I'm is incredibly excited to talk about it. Surprisingly, very, 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 very good. Directed by Tessie Unamura, just like the very first uh, Final Fantasy VII remake or Final Fantasy VII release. Mm-hmm. He also directed uh, Trash Fires like Kingdom Hearts Three, and then works of art like. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. And uh, Final Fantasy 13 versus <laughs> or whatever. Which is Final Fantasy 15. Yep. Wow. Yeah. He's been on. He's I been think he's a little burnt a over a lot of these. Yeah. Didn't he leave in the middle of 15's development? Yes. Yeah. Because he was doing a piss poor job and then they had a guy, another guy come in and fix it. Cut yeah. that out, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's uh, entirely a bad thing to say. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's kind of fed up with Square Enix. You can kind of tell his relationship with Square Enix is a little rocky and That's weird. Right. Like, he has an idea for the games that he's trying to make, but Square Enix is like, no, you got to make it more Final Fantasy, you, you know, know, or whatever it needs to be. What's funny about that is that I I didn't think this game felt very Tetsuya Nomori until, like, the last hour. Yeah. yeah. Where, like, too. the credits and the last, like, mindfuck twist that the, this game ends on is uh, and the cool way so that, much him. Like, it's one of those things that this ends, and then it makes you look back at everything that happened before, and it's like... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Now you see it in the new. And I, I love stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So, let's go over like first impressions of this game when you first booted it up. For me, uh, I was blown the fuck away because we've talked about this on the main episode. But when you're playing that original Final Fantasy VII game and you're a child, your mind fills in the gaps for where the polygons don't because <laughs> there's very few of them then. And I, I feel like this is a perfect recreation of like 
what my mind was thinking of then. Like, it looks exactly how I envisioned it then is how it looks now. And I've just been consistently blown away by how beautiful this game is. Yep. Um, So not only visually, um, it fills in the gaps where your mind did 23 years ago, but with the characters' personalities as well. Absolutely. They sound more or less exactly how I imagine them to. They act exactly how I imagine them to. They interact with each other. In the way I imagine them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even just from a like modern day game perspective, like nostalgia aside, mm-hmm. the way these characters are animated and the way they talk to each other and the way they interact and the the story arc and everything, like just coming in, like doing the whole Midgar role at the beginning, like everything yeah. coming through with the train and cloud jumping off and doing the superhero landing with the giant sword. And it's like, how is he holding that? He must be super fucking cool. Yeah. And <laughs> It Final Fantasy VII remake, and it's like, oh shit! Like it, it hits oh, shit. on all <laughs> on all cylinders right out of the bat. Oh yes, right even uh, in the music production too. Uh, Nobuo Uematsu came back for this one. Yes, he did, and uh, it really fucking shows. Yeah, entirely, except I, for that first song. Well, we have somebody who's a newbie to it, which is Michael McGowan. Yes. Yeah. So I came into the remake not uh, having that much experience with the original Final Fantasy VII, <clears throat> and I suffer from when it comes to watching certain things anime, like the cringe and the camp is not something I sit well with and certain characterizations can just really bother me and rub me the wrong way. Like Tim, you suck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just I watched him like get up in your game. <laughs> trying to hang himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe's not here, so I guess this is where he wants to sit now. But uh, so like having beat Final Fantasy VII Remake and then going back and playing through the entire Midgar section of the original Final Fantasy VII... I can hear the characters' voices through the game now when I play the original Final Fantasy VII, and I feel like those characterizations are much better than the remake because now I feel like the remake suffers from current anime cringe. and Anime I, tropes. Anime tropes, and it just... I There are sections and conversations and reactions and just lines of dialogue that are like unnecessary, cringeworthy, completely turn me off of the characters, make me want to question everything around me when the game does such a good job of being like you're on this ride this guy can carry a sword that makes no sense this guy's got a gun for an arm and you're on that ride but then they'll do or say things that don't make sense johnny is like top tier oh yeah johnny is awful that's a character that doesn't need to be in this game i like like i like how he breaks up yeah the the beard the like the animations are like super anime but you can tell that it's on purpose and that Mm. is a problem that is like to the to the minority of people who played this game yeah and i will say that I agree on a lot of things for that. Like, there's a couple of parts where I was like, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? There's a lot of it, but I love it. it <laughs> I feel like it's all very early on because there's a point toward the end where all that anime shit out the fucking door and it's mm-hmm. just so serious and falls to the wall yeah. for yeah. hours. And yeah. I love that. So needing that comic relief is, that that's where it comes into play. Yeah, yeah. You, you do relief. need that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a, not a whole I feel, lot of and, it. And comedic relief can be done well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, to me, I feel like... <clears throat> Like, if you can think of a, a section or a joke or a line of dialogue besides the one line with Barrett that we all really think is funny, mm-hmm. and to me, that is a great comedic beat w- written well, and not much had to be said or done. It was kind of all based off of previous experience, where when they will tell other jokes or have other classic like anime trope jokes play out in this cutscenes, and it's like, that was not funny at all. I am I not know. laughing at this in I the there was slightest. I laughed a lot at yeah. those. <laughs> I laughed at a lot. Yeah, There's yeah. a surprising amount of swearing that I really appreciated. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I was just like doing was. a side quest for a guy, and he was like, oh, you got to pay me. And like the guy's like, you're a real asshole, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> appropriate well, response. Too, buddy. <laughs> appropriate response. It's like, wow. Yeah, a lot of I, I was really shocked by that. You get away really with a lot of them. I like it. So uh, I think it's I think it's hard to please both Japanese audiences and a Western oh yeah. audience. Yeah, and I'm a weeb, so I'm in the middle. Yeah, but that's the thing is I love anime, but again, there are certain types and certain shows of anime that I can't watch because I can't sit through that. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm the same way. This yeah. doesn't entirely mesh with its style either. It's not an anime game. It's not cel shaded. It's not yeah. any of that. It's very realistic, hyper realistic for what this wild-ass fiction can possibly muster. Yeah. And a lot of like what you probably have issues with for certain characters is like Aerith in the original game is that spunky character is supposed to break cloud yeah, out of a shell. Mm-hmm. And they turned her spunk way the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm glad, because I think it makes her character a lot... I agree. ...more believable and interesting in general. Because yeah, I didn't were, like her in the original myself. Yeah, there, were, there yeah. were points where she's like giving Cloud a hard time about things. Yeah. Um, like when you're walking across the roofs... Yeah, she's uh, giving him the shit the entire time. Yeah. yeah, have you guys seen the gifts of people like? Uh, there's that section where she's hanging and you have to pull her up real quick. Yeah. People have just been like 20 hours later, and it's still just her. <laughs> 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 Fucking die, bitch! Yeah. Let's just get this out of the way now. So if you're funny, strong man. enough to hold on, you're strong enough to lift. Yeah, it was. <laughs> right. well, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get to those those story bits uh, as we get to them later. Let's go ahead and move on so we don't talk for six hours on this game. Yeah. Uh, first impressions of combat feel and mechanics of it. Fantastic. Fantastic. The whole way through. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Uh, I was, that was one of the, the things I was extremely, extremely worried about when we first saw the reveals. I was like, what is this game going to be? How is it going to feel? Very, uh, it feels very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a few things I have problems with uh, in terms of mechanics couple, for combat. Yeah, there's a but couple fights. That in the just, grand scheme of things, are very minor. I feel like it still has the same level of like Final Fantasy broken bullshit. Yeah. That's yeah. like, what just happened to me? Yeah, and why, and yep. also like what you're capable. I was about of doing. to say, yeah, you get the reverse of that because mm-hmm. toward the end, I started becoming ridiculously strong, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's where yeah, it's at. Exactly, it's very satisfying, but in both directions, like you can get caught up in something really dumb and be like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. but, but luckily, know. this game does allow room for errors. Like making an error and letting somebody die doesn't end the fucking fight right because mm-hmm. you have revival skills you have phoenix downs unless you're on hard mode you don't have phoenix downs but Ooh. yeah hard mode you can't use items by the way yeah <laughs> at all he doesn't recover at rest areas which is bullshit yeah like Jesus how you Christ. can't even use items like in the world yeah <laughs> what how are you i i can't imagine <laughs> it's 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 weird good lord yeah it, it's meant to uh to piss you off. over until the next part releases probably what i like about that though is that it it forces you to use material like revival and specifically have somebody who is like a cure person yeah. you know yeah. or your white mage essentially have Aerith as your exactly. white mage, which is how i got through the final bosses and barrett yeah you, and you really have to optimize if you're playing on hard mode yeah for like, sure like chakra materia prayer yeah uh there, the Kinda one do it, the biggest problem and again this is very minor that i have with combat is uh, aerial combat is atrociously bad. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the first thing they start you off with too. Like right yeah. at the beginning, it's like, oh, there's drakes in the sky, like, and, and they're on like a roof. So, like when you get up there, the camera's gonna get jammed in a corner, yeah, and yeah. you're actually not gonna know where you are. It's like, why? and <laughs> you're demonstrating the worst parts of this game so early. In interviews, they have talked about like that's one of the things they're looking into fixing. Mm-hmm. Just take the roof off. My, um, <laughs> the thing I dislike the most about combat and I like the combat a lot mm-hmm. it's very smooth 
Way. Feels good. Switching between characters is great. Mm, yeah. I love how everyone has their own feel. Yes. They feel like their own class. They have their own special abilities. And you play them differently. Which is yeah. a huge improvement from the original 7. Right. What I don't like is the problem I'm seeing in a lot of games nowadays where if you're familiar with Dark Souls, you know what poise is. It's yeah. your ability to withstand being interrupted in the middle of an attack. It's mm. really The enemies have a ridiculous amount of poise. There's like yes, one fucking Shinra soldier... Barrett's blasting him in the face with a Gatling gun. <laughs> You're smacking him with a 400-pound piece of fucking steel, and he's just like, ow, ow. <laughs> but he, like, kicks you, and you're down. Yeah. yeah. Like, what well, the fuck? If, if you could just stunlock everything, this game would be very easy. I understand, so, but, like, make it fair. Make it balanced on both sides. I just... I hate losing control of my character for any reason and getting knocked down repeatedly just pisses me off. How about the fight Air later on where you just get stopped repeatedly back to back? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had a couple moments of like like just die, die, stopped. die, die, and it was like, all right, exit out, exit out, exit out, turn the PS4 off, walk away, maybe never play the game again. Like, <laughs> just had a few of those of like, I yeah, fuck it, man, you don't even like Final Fantasy. What the hell are you doing with this? I, I had a few frustrating things. I don't I don't think I ever hit that point. Having stop is the most satisfying thing ever. Dude, it feels fucking good. You Especially, throw that shit on Tifa and then do Star Shower. Yeah. yeah. Uh, literally a JoJo's moment. Literally a JoJo's the moment. The world. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking overpowered is Star Shower? Oh Tifa. yeah, I feel Jesus like it wasn't Jesus getting. Christ. I feel like I wasn't doing something right with that because it just was not feeling powerful for me. Dude, it's you so have to nasty. you have to build up her her triangle attack first. Uh, not like for Star Shower. No, you have to build up her chi level. Not right? for Star Shower. It doesn't work with that. I mean, it does, but like you don't have to. Yeah, but it makes it better. Yeah, it's cool. It kicks ass. Dude, the chi level stuff. Yeah, okay. We'll get All to of that. her abilities are fucking weird. Like uh, I did the I gave her the steel steel materia and the I did lear, too, yeah. learn enemy move materia. Mm-hmm. I didn't dive into enemy skill. That's weird. That's, There's only she four. Has, she has self-destruct and like yes, yeah. <laughs> fuck yes. There's what? only <laughs> yeah enemy skill material. Well, I know that, but yeah. just self-destruct. Yeah. Self-destruct. What kind of build are you going for? You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Never heard of a Voltorb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But she has two of them. <laughs> yeah, conk. Nice. I was just consistently surprised. Again, I'm going to say that a lot. I was consistently surprised by how yeah. good and engaging the combat is with a few hiccups with like it, like a couple of bosses where you couldn't really get into the boss, but the only so you need to use magic, but the only way to build up your ATB meter is to wait forever or hit them, but you can't hit them cuz you yeah. can't get in there. Yeah. Which is a problem I noticed like halfway through the game I was like that kind of sucks, but you it happens very it run. few. Like as long as you're running, it still it slowly builds. Yeah, yeah. but like that that slows down combat in a way mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. that's what they're going for. Blocking you know? blocking can fill your ATB as well. But I, I found a way around that. So I, I leveled up steadfast block, which is great. Which is great. And I uh, put that. When on I Barrett. would block. I got a lot of ATB from that. Barrett was fantastic that's for that because really I also put I, I put provoke on Barrett as well. Yeah. And then so he's always wow. getting. He's the tank. Provoke on Barrett. And What's that supposed to mean? You put provoke on the black man. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Hey, it works. It works. It works. Should I keep that in? <laughs> I probably yes. will. They're paying for it. Edgy joke. Turn you paid in. money, you get the edgy jokes. Turn him into your black mage. Oh, God damn it. Sorry. All right, cut that one. Cut that one. <laughs> no, it's funny. Hey, man, just saying those white mages have but hoods anywho, and it's um, really scary. But the problem with that is like, you sure you block and you try to, you know, block attacks and so you can get some ATB increases. 
but while you're blocking and standing still, your ATB meter, your ATB meter actually feels slower while you're blocking and not taking damage. Hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. So yeah. like, it, just like things like it's obviously supposed to be fast paced and you're always supposed to get in there, but sometimes you're not allowed to. So yeah, it, there's there's ways that they turn the combat on its head and make you have to think differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the stagger and yeah yeah. yeah. The, what is it? This, you you can stagger them and then there's a vulnerable state or like a pressure yeah, pressure, pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like or that's but, super satisfying or being even, able to swap between each one of the characters when the multiple ATBs and stuff like that and be like triggering all of them at the same time very XCOM-ish like yeah. to me like all right we're gonna fucking Overwatch this dude we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pile on him real yeah. quick yeah, sometimes there's bosses that like really make it make you shake it up like you can't damage the boss directly but there's other things you need to fight first yeah and you're not you don't always have access to them so it's more of like dodging the attacks from the boss until you get an opening for that thing and then you kill that thing then you hurt the boss and then yeah. you start to cycle over yeah. stuff like that's really fun it felt like an mmo boss sometimes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little, a little more. I, I wish there was a little more area denial in certain bosses. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been fun. Uh, sometimes there's too much of it when you're fighting just mobs, where there's just like there's sleep puddles all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Yeah, those are poison everywhere. Poison Dumb. everywhere. Poison. <laughs> but I do like that status effects uh, really mean something in this. It's not like oh, I can ignore poison for a while. It's like oh, I'm poisoned. I should probably either do something about it or heal up so I don't have to worry about it. You yeah. Know? I don't know. There's all kinds of mystical, magical ways that this game just like triggers mechanics I, upon mechanics. Yeah, I kind of wish you could use ATB to switch equipment mid fight. Uh, I would. Yeah, I, honestly, I wish you could. Uh, cool I, material, there's an old you know? JRPG trope that like once a fight starts, you can't change your equipment, and mm-hmm. I hate the fucking fact that that's still in this game like because you start a material. you start a fight and then you you just happen to have you've been fighting robots this entire way, so you have lightning elemental equipped into your weapon but now you're fighting a boss out of nowhere that you didn't know was coming up that is immune to lightning yep. yeah fuck you now yeah. like what are you gonna do yeah you put that there on purpose you asked yeah so like yeah. F- oh, fuck me right yeah like, that's the challenge yeah, yeah. fuck you Mike. and it, it doesn't really cut that only happened like once or twice but that's still really fucking annoying and i do yeah. like that they give you the option to restart from right before that battle that is that's fair yeah, yeah really cool but yes, that's a load that's screen nice. that's unnecessary yeah I think. that's true there's so many times where i've died i'm like why, why? <laughs> yeah Ed. Getting sleeped, getting poisoned, and just waiting for the next attack. Like, okay, cool. There's, Especially when you're fighting on your own. Did y'all use the magnify material at all? I did. Yeah. yeah. Like, so my favorite thing good. was uh, I put the time magic on Tifa and with magnify it. So just at the beginning of boss fights, just haste everyone and just lay into uh, it. So that's yeah, awesome. I go nice. defensive with that. I put barrier on it. I did healing <laughs> and I did barrier for a while mm-hmm. with Barrett. He, I had it on him as kind of like my tank, like almost like a time like a paladin kind tank. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then I ended up, tr- I tried time uh, time magic with it, and I was like, wow, this is fucking dope, because it's slow you everything. Talking, I hear you two talking back and forth, and then me and Kyle occasionally look, and Kyle goes, hmm, which lets me know that I, for sure, beat my head against a fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sounds like Kyle did do a little bit. Yeah. I had, like, little strategies. You guys were doing, like, a couple steps further than I was, and I was like, that eh, sounds like the that would have probably only, made it easier. The only time I died in this game was fighting that fucking Tonberry. I actually, Tunberry and I didn't, I didn't die during the Tonberry. Really? I played it super defensive. Yeah. Tonberry and you can use Punisher mode and just end. fuck him up. That's what I did. Yeah. Fuck that little asshole. Just put always magnified Thundaga. So I was like, yeah, I just want to destroy everything with lightning. <laughs> See what <laughs> I like? See, that's a really good idea. What I liked about that spell the most is it always hit. Yeah. I didn't use ice spells. Um, exactly. Like, and it was instant. Like, 
If you use ice, yeah. because you would use ice and it would go, it would hit, and then mm-hmm. it would have to explode. Yeah. And if it stuns the enemy, it it's works. It's very slow. But it doesn't stun every enemy. And yeah. fire also had to trace an yep. enemy and hit it. But lightning, bam, you hit it, and yeah. no matter where they are, it's going to yep. hit. Thunder spells in every Final Fantasy game are always the best. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking great. Lightning in all games is always the best. Lightning's fun. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the the most surprising thing about this is that the story changes a lot. They, this is not the same game other than just a few key plot points that mm-hmm. are obviously the most major plot points, especially at the end of this game, which we will wait to talk about till we get there. Yeah. This game is completely different, and I was not expecting that at all. The mm-hmm. biggest difference that's noticeable, at least from the beginning of the game, is the whispers, I think. The whispers are a huge change. Yeah. yeah. Well, and seeing Sephiroth so fucking early. I don't like that you see Sephiroth so early. Yeah, but do you know if you see him early? That's true. What? A lot of it does yeah, seem it, like a memory stuff. Yeah, know? dumb memory shit. Yeah. Well, they're but he's haunted by Sephiroth. The scene with the hallway mm. where it's like all on fire and he's there and he's yeah, like taunting you, yeah. it's really dope. That should have been later in the game. Yeah. It's just... Why are we seeing Sephiroth at the very beginning? You need to. They should have built up a little more steam with like well, Sephiroth is this knows who he is. crazy fucking thing that's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. Just like, everyone knows who like, Sephiroth. This is, is Final Fantasy VII. Like, we remember, let we you know. have Sephiroth. Yeah. yeah. Well, they are letting new players know who the real bad guy is. It's mm-hmm. like this is the guy, and then like majority of the game, you're all about Shinra, all about the president, all about that guy. Right. Because in the first one, you didn't even see Sephiroth until this two. Yeah. yeah. So you really where just, they start talking they, about Claude's village. They mm-hmm. sprinkle him in a lot at the beginning and then they just kind of dip off and then like he pops back up at the end in a big bad way which I is wish he, I okay wish, I wish there would have just been like the hints of Sephiroth like yeah him seeing feathers when he's like seeing crazy shit and like mm-hmm. his head hurts and stuff and all that mm-hmm. and then Sephir- when Sephiroth appears and it's actually Sephiroth they, that's when it should have been like, yeah the I have a lot of questions about him. Sephiroth but I feel like we'll he's like this whole other entity this time like he's still the big bad, but like there's a lot of theories. There's a lot on, more to yeah, him, him we'll get right now, we'll get so there. we'll wait on that. But just like his motivations and stuff, like I don't like from the beginning, from the perspective I have now in the Final Fantasy VII remake, even in the original story, it's like, why do we care about this guy? Like, what's his big deal? Like, what's he doing? Like, no one's explaining him. We we have to go after him. We have to chase him out of Midgard. We have to do all this stuff. But why? Like, they mm. really don't explain why these characters give a fuck about that guy at all. But yeah. everyone's all in on chasing him for some reason. You yeah. know? He's traveling the world. Yeah, they did. Menacingly! <laughs> maybe, maybe it's implied exactly. that, like, through different times... Sword is too long! <laughs> maybe it's implied that, like, while Cloud is out, like, maybe Aerith explains to them who Sephiroth is because she yeah. knows who Sephiroth is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really explain it well, I don't just, think. Just, She's like... God. She literally just, just says... You're everything that's wrong. And I kind of like, like that. There's though. so much more than she's letting on. She knows more than we. Of know. course yeah. she does, yeah. but she needs to explain it. Which is which was true in the original. I just feel like they pushed that even further. And they're just like, like, we'll go because dial up noises. There's there's a weird <laughs> there's a triangle of conflict here. We have conflict between Sephiroth and Cloud. Between Cloud, should and we just wait to do this to when that comes up in the story? Well, this is kind of an overarching yeah. thing. Okay. We're kind of sorry, continue back and yeah. forth. Um, we have Aerith, who's opposed to Sephiroth, and mm-hmm. Sephiroth, who's opposed to the planet. Right, and between that interaction, that's and below that, there's the whole Shinra avalanche shit going on. Mm-hmm. Which like this crumbling society, which just like in the original, it seems like Shinra is a puppet of Sephiroth where he's just pushing their envelope to destroy the world, essentially. 
Because like through through their wrongdoings, it empowers him to be able to do it himself. Is that what he's doing? Because it's to me, it seems like he's you know he's going to go get Genova, and he's going to be like, all right, fuck you guys. I he's don't really don't give a shit about you guys. Getting Genova, and he's taunting Cloud. Why? Because he's fucking with Cloud. Because Cloud killed him. What? Yes, yeah, so we get. We'll wait till we get there. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. I guess we'll wait till we get Cloud's there. the one that took him out in the reactor originally. Yeah. Okay. Sort of. Okay, I remember. This is Crisis Core stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is, yeah. I'm rough on that one. Like, this is... Okay. Yeah, we can, we, we can move on from well, here. Well, we won't even get into that because that stuff doesn't even come up in this game. Right. Except for it kind of does, it does and it turns it on its fucking head. It does This game is so weird, man. Absolutely. Tetsuya Nomura at his finest doing time travel and shit. So, um, okay. I did point. see in my Good notes note. that I have characters and weird fucking anime noises in here. Uh, we've Sorry already talked that. about characters oh, yeah. and weird yeah. anime shit, but the anime trope I don't like is the... <laughs> <laughs> the few char- the few characters that we didn't talk about that I really want to talk about is Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse, which we will we'll get guys. to as soon as we get into chapter one. I know. I just wanted to go ahead and shout them out because they're major now. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Aside from what they were, we'll we'll talk about their changes and like because they're like the first thing to talk about in chapter one. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to talk about and just like generalities before we move on to chapter one is the fucking music in oh, this game. So oh god, it is it is all it's the okay. original music from Final Fantasy VII and some new stuff all remixed and 99% of it is fucking perfect and better than the original mm-hmm. except for the Maka reactor m- music. Yep. Still yeah. doesn't sit well. Yeah. It, it's it's fine. It yeah. is good, but there's that that lead synth that's mm-hmm. in the original by Nobuo Matsu that is just insanely good and just so memorable. Mike, you could have that in here. And now here's and now here's the remake of it. It's really good, but it's like I almost didn't even notice it was there. I wasn't listening for it until yeah. all of a sudden I was like wait, what's the music in this place? And I was like, oh, wait, this is one of my favorite pieces from the original, but it's I didn't very, even notice it's playing. Very strange that that they made that choice, honestly. Yeah, Like, strange. the rest of the game, perfect. Like, almost every other song, I'm like, oh, yes, yes, yes. But that one, it, they just missed that one like little... Like in Chapter 9. <laughs> we like 99% get, perfect there. We'll get to that Chapter 9 music, though. Oh, yeah. All right, so... I hate it. <laughs> I think we're through generalities. We get our yeah. first impressions for it. Yeah, Chapter 1! Isn't it so weird how like in the original in the original game, Biggs, Thanks. Wedge, and Jesse have like three lines of dialogue and die, and in this one, they're main characters mm-hmm. that I love and adore. Side characters at best. Yeah, they flesh out the world in- incredibly. Well, they're some of the best side characters ever. They are. I, I I can't get over like all the moments, all the personal moments that you get to have with them. It's phenomenal. Like yeah. even just getting off the train at the beginning and just being like, oh. 
I got all these fucking weapons. Let's talk about these terrorists. We're not the terrorists. We don't have all these weapons on us right now. There's so much fan service there at the beginning. Like when Jesse kicks that, that one guard and knocks him out. It's exactly yeah. what she does in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And how the, he jumps original. off the, the train and everything. Yeah. Is exactly and the same. And here's another point of that as well. Uh, the first battle you have as Cloud, you level up to level seven. Yep. Of, of course, in the yeah. original. It happens again in the remake. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Yeah, I actually asked Kyle about that. I was like, why did I jump to level seven? I was like, I was like, is this a pre-order bonus? It's kind of to show you that like he is already kind of strong. Yeah. Like you're not starting out at level one. You're not like yeah. a, you're not fighting crabs with a stick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He already has experience. But of course, the game starts out with the it's most one of the most beautiful cutscenes I've ever seen in the in the world, and it is a remake of the original like Midgar overview mm -hmm. from yeah. the original like FMV video for Final Fantasy 7 and if you put them side by side it is almost exactly the same going through mm -hmm. it's there's a little bit extra in the front of it but that's about it I wonder how the PlayStation 3 version looks now I did I did go back and look at it yeah. it still looks good but yeah. not on this scale man right. oh the the trailer that they did yeah. like back the, in the, the day the tech demo yeah, where yeah, they yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that tech demo was fucking sick yeah. yeah and why did they do that it was only <laughs> supposed to be a tech demo it's so dumb. But it, it then riled up the yeah. fan base so mm. fucking much. I'm thankful they did. That they waited 15 more years and then released it. Yeah. <laughs> good on them. Good on them. Yeah. Hey, good fucking job because I really like this. Glad yeah. it wasn't rushed. If it would have came out for the PS3, would it have sucked? Oh, there was something. There was another yes. thing in the generalities I wanted to talk about. How do you guys feel about it being three parts? Because I was pissed off at first, and now that I finished the first part, I'm totally fine I'm with totally it. Totally fine with this. Do whatever. Yeah, it's just like the the Lord of the Rings. You couldn't do that in one movie. No. I kind of felt like it was going to be a Hobbit situation where they took one small book and turned it into three mm -hmm. movies oh, okay. instead of taking three long books and turning them into three movies. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's completely different. But I feel like they're filling in the gaps in a way that's interesting. Right, because I think they're finally able to do now what they set out to do in the beginning. Yeah, They turned a six-hour experience into a 40-hour experience, and it was enjoyable the entire time. For me, time. It, yeah. would, it will depend on how they treat your character from the first one to the second game. I, yeah. How are you going to power me down, and how are you going to yeah. explain that? We'll talk about that at the end. I have a note that we'll, so we can talk about what we think is going to happen mm -hmm. and speculation and rumors that I've heard already. Yeah, okay. I only worry about the the overworld. And how, I, how is that going to be handled? I have a speculation on that as well. Okay, okay. Cool. we'll get to that, though. Right. But anywho, the, uh, <laughs> the, that first cutscene plays out. The fucking great ass music. I know that's Pirates of the Caribbean, but <laughs> that confused me for a second. <laughs> can't help you. But it reminds me of that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it jumps off the train. You do. You basically get the intro to fighting, mm -hmm. and it, it spoon feeds you little by little, yeah. like the Square. different mechanics. Yeah, press square. <laughs> now press triangle, then press square again. It's strong. And this is a PlayStation <laughs> controller. This is a chicken wing. Circle is dodge. X is do things. Oh, man. Circle is dodge, a dodge that doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Yeah. So I played the demo a few weeks before and then jumped into this and was like, yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. And then, like, an hour later, then like an hour later, I was like, how do I dodge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, game. I get it. Yeah, couldn't figure out how to fucking dodge. I played the big oh game because you can't do it out out of combat. You have I have a scuffed. So funny. Oh shit! How do and, I dodge? And uh, immediately you get introduced to Jesse Biggs and Wedge yep. and Barrett. Uh, Jesse Biggs and Wedge are in the original game are very very minor characters. They all have three lines of dialogue and die very early on in the game because the first disc of Final Fantasy VII is five hours long. Well, they did. They could have stayed place. side characters, don't they? Yeah, they but it's just, it's much 
Yeah. It's a much longer period of time. Yeah. And again, they don't, don't interact with them. They barely ever speak in yeah. the original. In this one, they are main characters. And at first I was like, why? And then a few minutes in, I was like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> they're really, really interesting characters. I was Not asking, interesting, but like they're re- they have a lot of personality. They're, I was asking why towards most of it. Yeah, we've got Charlie Sheen from Hot Shots. Hey, man, I like Biggs. Yeah, nice. I do too, man. The voice actor for Biggs is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Wedge is the guy from uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's. De- you know, I think he does a great job. Oh yeah, he's my favorite. Of course, I love him so much. Th- this and this is where I first was like, oh, this game is full of anime. I hate anime noises. It's like, why do they have to? Why do they have to do that? But, why do they have to react those ways? Like no, it's just Japanese shit, man. I, get over boy. it. <laughs> I got over it. Get over it. <laughs> It's but okay. it's, it's localized. Yeah. Like, I don't... That's the thing. Is like, all right, and, uh, okay, so, and then I have to go... Hing. So, like, like how... Well, they've, already, like, they've already animated them to do those well, things. Well, to be fair, uh, J- the Japanese language has words that can't be interpreted in English. So they basically just, like, go... Like, they just make weird noises instead of actually explaining themselves. But you don't have to, Nobody does that. Except Japanese people. My God, Jesus so, Christ. Okay. Well, it's like a Western action movie <laughs> when the protagonist is, like, punching at someone and there's a whoosh to every one of their... Like arm movements, like whoosh, 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 whoosh. like what the fuck is that? No one does that, but we accept it. Purely based on anime, yeah. <laughs> Just old westerns, spaghetti. Uh-huh. I understand. Or like but... Fast and the Furious, where they have like nineteen gears. All right. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> Biggs Wedge, I like them. Uh, Jesse's hot as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, her character is fucking awesome, and um, she is just uh, so hot for Cloud, and it is so weird. We do. We get a little bit of it during this chapter, but we get a lot of it in uh, chapter three. It well, gets really fucking weird. Kind of like I had said before, this is kind of like a somewhat coming of age story because you can never really tell. With like speaking of anime, like oh, the protagonist is always about fifteen, sixteen years old for some reason. Yeah. We don't know how old any of these people are. Not really. Um, I assume Barrett is like forty-five, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably the only the like adult around here, but. It's, it's hard to no, tell. No, he's 16. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell. He's 22. <laughs> it's anime. He's 22 years 40, old. 40,000 year old demon. <laughs> Damn it, Marlene. I'm no, 14. That's Marlene. Again. Mar- Marlene's the 40,000 year old oh, demon. Yeah, for real. That's how that works. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how that goes. But, See, rule 34 for. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, but they play out their relationships in a very cool way. I, I yeah, really yeah. like how Cloud interacts with everybody at first. He's he, like, I'm a mercenary. I'm doing this for money. I'm going to get my money. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And he acts like an awkward teenager hiding behind a big sword. Yeah, yeah, and everyone wants to be his friend. They're like, oh, this guy's cool as fuck. And he's just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Because I'm not me. <laughs> it's literally Kyle. Yeah. Everybody wants to be friends with Kyle, and he's just like, I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I, I put this in the notes because I want to point it out. How often he's like, ex-soldier. I'm an ex-soldier. So he, uh, the whole backstory. Selectively. Sometimes he's like, I'm a soldier. And it's like, pick one, dude. Yeah, pick one. Are you you a soldier or an ex-soldier? And yeah, so he's like, he's got the Mako in him. He's got the baby blues. As Jesse puts it, keep them baby blues on me. I fucking will, Jesse. Damn. It comes down to whether whether or not he wants to remind people that he's a badass or distance himself from Shinra. Yeah, exactly. Selective. Yeah. (laughs) I <laughs> put Final Hallway 7 Remake because this fir- the first bits of this game are just a straightforward yeah. hallway for the entirety of it until you get to Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is very reminiscent of 13, but I guess it's kind of reminiscent of the original 7 as oh, well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a cool-ass very, hallway. Very straightforward through the through the first bits of 7 yep. as well. The hallway's falling apart. Mm-hmm. You gotta go through it, and then you gotta go down and go to the sewer. You fight the big mech thing. Yeah. See, it's it's Whatever literally it's the exact same game up until that boss fight. 
Yeah. Or is where it's, uh, what, Scorpion Sentinel. Yeah. And uh, this boss fight, when I played it in the demo, wrecked my shit. Oh, yeah. Because it was, it was kind of hard to grasp how they want you to fight bosses in this game with the mechanics that they give you. And I mm-hmm. kind of hated it, to be honest, because, like, there's parts of it where you can't damage it. You have to destroy the field generator that's on it. But every time you get near it, it does a shockwave. And that, that kept pissing me off. It's like, so I'm, I need to get in close to hurt the thing, but I can't get in close because it hurts me. Yeah. Yeah. There Within were times, seconds. There were times the mechanics for boss fights just, I was like, I have no fucking clue what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you're telling me nothing. But then you realize Barrett is a completely controllable character and, oh, I can just shoot the fucking thing. And yeah. Just like yep. other cloud, like let dumb AI cloud just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, let him beat his head against the <laughs> fucking wall. That fight was when the character swapping made sense to me exactly. a lot because I, I would have one character in front and one behind. I would constantly mm-hmm. have to swap between characters because like looking over and just seeing them like doing nothing would piss me yeah. off so much. I'd be like, what are you doing? Something I would like <laughs> See what's in front of us right yeah. now. I would. Uh, We're I I, I'm just taking a break. <laughs> Why? Something I like to do would be to generate ATB on one character, use a skill as they're using the skill, swap yep. to another character, and just yeah. do the rotation through that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, very that, fun. And I feel like that that keeps because every time you swap to a character, all of a sudden all the enemies pay a lot of attention to you because you're controlling that character. Yeah. yeah. And so if you keep if you continually continuously swap them, it actually keeps the. Um, bosses or enemies from dam- doing too much damage to a specific person. Yeah. You can delve the damage like out pulling evenly. The aggro, yeah. You literally pull have to you pull aggro, but I feel like it, it pulls aggro based on just who you're controlling rather, exactly, rather yeah, than yeah. how much damage you're doing, unless, which I think is bullshit. Unless you have the provoke materia, which is so really? fucking helpful because you just put all your HP and defense shit on Barrett. <laughs> and then somebody else, some one of your squishy people, like Aerith, gets a little hurt. And yeah. then he's like, hey, pay attention to me. <laughs> and it works incredibly well. Um, Overall, once I figured it out, though, like that boss fight was like the first. As soon as I finished the boss fight, I was like, "This game's gonna be fucking awesome." Yep. That's where you know, like, how extra they went with everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think every boss fight throughout the game was just as entertaining. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of criticism for this game is that it's like it's a bunch of bullshit in between really good boss fights. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I disagree mostly. Except I could agree. I we'll, disagree. Where where I feel like that's true, I. I definitely put it in the notes so we'll get yeah. to that. It has its moments. <laughs> it Those has its moments. Those fucking kids can fuck off, man. Those fucking kids. Uh, a lot of the side quests, honestly, are kind of bullshit, but well, it doesn't matter. Just so, the kids. But this is if you play the original seven, it's the exact same. You go into the Mako Reactor, you're arguing with them because you don't like them, or Cloud is arguing with Avalanche because he doesn't really like them, and he's just there to... He's a merc. He's yeah. just there for money. You go down, you plant the bomb, you fight the boss, you escape with a time limit. And then it blows up. What is it, does it matter what you choose? No. No. Why? I just did uh, personal I, anxiety. Dialogue. Levels. I always did 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah me it, too. Because you got plenty of time. You still yeah. get out yeah, with like, like 10 minutes if left. I don't get out of this in 20 minutes. I, I suck. Yeah. I always did the minimum. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I, I think like it's just funny because Barrett's like, oh, cocky, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. It's just dialogue. You know? Yeah, I'm a soldier, man. Clud. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Clud, a soldier. I don't. I only need few minutes without. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually get to see um, on the way out you get to see a little bit of character progression for Barrett where he, they're in the elevator trying to get back up and Barrett's pacing back and forth and freaking the fuck out yeah. he turns around and he sees Cloud just like taking a nap yeah, and on yeah. the elevator and then he's like oh yeah, I, like, I need to keep my cool. I need to cool it. So, like, yeah. as that first glimpse of like Barrett starting to realize he's crazy, but he also yeah. has some of the best dialogue ever. Actually, it's it's awful, but I love it. It's like, can't you hear the planet crying out? 
I love that shit. I love it. I love it. It's in pain. I was like, man, that's actually like kind of true to real life. Like our planet is crying out and we don't give a shit. And he stays true to his beliefs, like throughout the entire story, like even seeing like the shit that they're doing when they start playing the whole thing. It's like, are we actually like doing bad shit? Should we stop? And he's just like, we are doing bad shit, but it's for a good reason. Stays true to his beliefs. Exactly. Kills. I'm looking at his daughter killed. Yeah, he is a man with conviction. He's willing to put the planet. It's fine. This thing's solid. Yeah, he's willing to put the planet in front of his own family, his own well-being, but I his like, friends. I like that in this escape, too, or in this one, you get the sense, you definitely get the sense that their bomb wasn't the cause of a lot of the... No, it, yeah. and you, you get to see that, like, Shinner yeah. turns its own turrets and stuff onto the, mea- the yeah, reactor the to make... Like, yeah, the which I thought was cool, because that's not in the original. Yeah, well, it yeah, exactly. It's like it's it's basically to push to show that Shinra is such a piece of shit that they're yeah. making the explosion bigger to make Avalanche look terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, also make- the very first inclination that this is different. This is a different yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Things are different. <laughs> or like fleshing out the Avalanche characters for me was the first thing that you, was like... You played the original different. recently. Like, did you see Midgar, yep. the, the Shinra stuff where they blew up the building? No. Nope. Nope. Did you it never, just imply it, that it, it was their bomb? It just... It, yeah. It never really... Yeah, because that's how I always assumed it was. It's just like, oh, that's just their bomb. So this one actually shows like Shinra wants this right, yep. out the bat, right when, off the bat. And once you leave the mockery reactor, there's not like the whole thing where Jesse's like, I killed a bunch of people or anything. No, it, it didn't like the... The explosion didn't spread that far in the original. Right. There wasn't any of that like drama that followed it. Getting to that though, chapter two, because the chapter first chapter is very very short. Chapter two is literally just you going to sector, uh, leaving from sector eight and going back to sector seven, so yeah. you can go to the slums and, and weirdly uh, go escape get from paid. the city from Sonic Adventures Two, please. <laughs> and this escape is, from the city. And this was the first part of the game where I was like, oh, and here's the limit. These fucking doors. Okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> the doors are later. Yeah, but, we gotta um, walk through the sewer very slowly while everyone else runs ahead really quickly. Yeah, it's like, well, actually, I kind of like that. Like, no, you you walk first at first. So you you walk very slow at first, and then some rumbles happen. It allows you to walk a little bit faster. Mm. Then a big explosion happens. Yeah. Then it lets you walk full speed. Like, okay, we need to fucking move. At, yeah, at first that was cool. That was a cool little thing that they did. And then like oof, they they abuse too much of the oh you gotta walk now. I just yeah can't stand that. And that 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 happened. That's a lot of padding that you start noticing like later on. It consistently happens all the time. Uh, you you see more and more of like uh and here's where it really starts getting different is like cloud starts like having seizures and shit and seeing Sephiroth this early in the game, which is what we talked about earlier. And it's so crazy. Well, it's not even flashbacks. Well, he does have some flashbacks, but then he wakes back up and he's like, he's having flashbacks and hallucinations. Yeah. He's having hallucinations of Sephiroth with like, following him into an alleyway then the alleyway's on fire and he's or just maybe they're not hallucinations the maybe they're entire, entire precognition well, we kind of time skip we kind of realize that like it's it's probably just an embodiment of sephiroth and sephiroth is consciously consciously doing this to cloud fucking with cloud yeah, yeah. fucking with cloud because he's trying to break him the coolest part of the sequence for me was when the streets of midgar are merged with the village of nibelheim yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can see like the walls change they turn into the nibelheim architecture as he's walking through it and yeah. when he comes back, it's back to the Midgar stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking I don't awesome. think he's actually trying to fuck with them to like break them as much as he's trying to fuck with them to make them stronger. He, yeah, he's trying to... He doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, That's just my uh, opinion. On the way th- to... Because you kind of split up from the Avalanche guys after a while, and then you run into Aerith and a very beautiful cutscene plays where they uh, she's like all spunky and like trying to talk to him after she gets attacked by these weird ghosts, which are, again, something 
very different and new to this not game. Not in the original game. Not in the original game. She's getting fucked with by these weird things called specters. We don't know what they're called yet, but she's getting attacked by go. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was strange at first. I was like, "What's going on? Like, does she, does he not see them? Like, who? Like, but then she they have them weird rules for them. a long time. Like, who can see these? Who cannot see these? I didn't know. After like, a while, it just seemed to be everyone. Yeah, like yeah. eventually everyone could see them. But I think it. I think it at first it was just Aerith. <clears throat> well, because yeah. the because she's special and can see weird stuff. Well, I, 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 I was going to say like the, they show up. They they show up for a specific reason, but we don't know why yet. Are we? Ta- no, we don't know about that why? till like the end of the game. That's what I'm saying. It, talk- it's not important. I think now. we should honestly talk about it because you know this is a spoiler cast. Uh, That's true. The whispers like play a role throughout the entire mm-hmm. game, and like now we all know what it is. Is basically the whispers are something trying to keep the the story and timeline of. The original Final Fantasy VII true. Yeah. Which at first was just like, that's a weird plot device, but then you yeah. realize it's a meta as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's literally the developers being like, no, we're trying to push it on the path, but you're going to break yeah. out of this path on your own. So yeah. you assume the reason Cloud can't see them we're is also because write that he's you. not the one fucking with the timeline, Aerith is. But as soon as yeah. he touches her, then, then now he can he's see fucking him. with Now her. he's fucking with the timeline because she's supposed to just like say something, you're supposed to have dialogue, and she's supposed to walk away. You I could also were. interpret yeah. it like, Cloud got delayed by Sephiroth this time oh, and wasted a little bit of time. That's so true. So the Whispers attack Aerith to get his attention. Yeah. To make him interact with Aerith. And to keep her there. And to keep it's, her there. In case and she when, was to walk away. And when she starts to go on a little too long, she says some things that are a little off yeah. in that first interaction. Um, that's when the Whispers come back and drag her away. Like, yeah. nope, nope, nope. You're not doing that yet. Man. Yeah. It's... So like Aerith knows what's supposed to happen and she's just following a path to make sure it happens. Right. It seems, and, yeah. And then at the end, us. at the end, she finally decides, well, it's time to break it. And then she helps them break it. Yeah. In the most epic God way possible. It's but fucking crazy. Yeah. Because, well, we won't need to talk about that until yeah. we get there at least. But uh, she gives Cloud a flower there and it looks real nice on his lapel. And uh, did you see the video of the uh, voice actress? Oh, I know you did. Did you yeah. all see the, vo- the voice actress watching that scene for the first time mm-hmm. with Aerith? She cries. Like, no, no, but it's when, it's when she, Cloud and Aerith are in the church. No, no, it's, it was when, it's they, when they first street. meet. It's when Aerith yeah, is first <laughs> introduced into it. Yeah, okay, I, I watched the video where she cried when they were meeting in the church. Okay. Oh, sorry. Maybe, Maybe she, she did it twice. twice. Okay. okay. Probably. <laughs> Uh, I cried at both. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, it was really it was not uh, just the church one. It's it's really wholesome to um to see like as like her hearing her voice in the game for the first time, and she's just like totally blown away by it. It's very cool, very wholesome stuff. And then you get to kick some more soldiers' asses with a flower in your lapel. Yep. Oh <laughs> yeah. And then you finally get to actually explore something for the first time. Yeah, going around just as Cloud in the city, like walking up on soldiers and murdering dogs. It's strange. But yeah, <laughs> there's something that's really good in this game. It's cool. That is, uh, they entice you with like a materia on the ground, but you can't touch it yet. Mm-hmm. Until yeah, in the cutscenes. Yeah, until you get a little further and then you're like, wait, I could turn around now. And you go back and get that fucking materia and yeah. it's something really good. Yeah, there's usually more enemies in your way. It's <laughs> yeah, one thing exactly. that definitely makes you re- realize that it's a video game. It's like this beautiful cutscene, everything is going by and you see this bright purple like thing. It's like, oh shit. Well, where's that at? Well, I, yeah. like, I like that sometimes characters will acknowledge it. So later on in the game, there's a materia on the ground and um, you go to go for it and then the bridge breaks and then Barrett's like, you're going for that materia, weren't you? Yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yes, I was, Barrett. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Or like you, you make Aerith in a puzzle. Like you give her the option to go get the materia, and she does. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Uh, you get through this. You get through sector eight, and you finally get back into sector seven. 
uh, get to see the slums a little bit, see everybody panicking, see how many NPCs are on the street, which is super interesting. Just constantly talking. Yeah, yeah. constantly talking. Um, but it feels like a living, breathing world in that yeah, way. And really I really, uh, I, that was something I liked about 15 is that there's actual people doing things. And they took that an even step further in this. Just got to turn that chat log off because fuck listen, seeing all those people talk. It didn't bother me time. much. Bothered me a lot. Like, like hearing them naturally all talk at the same time made it seem very immersive. Yeah. It's like this; these are a bunch of people having separate conversations. Where seeing every detail of every conversation like go off at the same time was just like, holy shit! Yeah. I, yeah, I don't little, need that. It was a little overwhelming. Yeah, I've noticed that in games that there's usually not a lot of people talking over each other. Everyone takes yeah. turns, which isn't natural. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was very cool. Like the way, like saying. It, the way everyone animates, the way like Cloud's uh, sword like bounces on his back and everything, mm-hmm. the way like they actually like kind of shuffle and move around doors and like it's incredible he how tried, they he tries to keep that. his the handle of a sword from hitting a fence and yeah. stuff. And when they're walking and it. talking to each other, they actually like turn their head and like kind of look at each other. Like even if someone's ahead, they'll like turn their head in their direction like you would do like you would do naturally yeah. instead of being like a weird NPC where you're looking dead ahead. And just doing your animation walking forward yeah. or snapping your head all the way back and looking directly into which, your eyes. Which is like which is really reminiscent of like how Red Dead Redemption 2's like voice acting and like their oh, animations yeah. of like how they do dialogue is very, very natural. It reminded me yeah. of that. I would argue that it's a little better, only because I remember in Red Dead Redemption like them getting slightly too far away and be like, Anyways, <laughs> it's <just> like continuing <laughs> their story and then like you get close again, and it's like, okay, calm down, stop, stop yelling at me. But I really like that in Red Dead Redemption 2 and Spider Man man uh for example like you have that option there's two versions of every piece of dialogue like that's mm. really really deep yeah. this game doesn't really have that it doesn't allow you the option to see something like spiders that. man spiders man uh you try to get your money but they only give you half of it yeah. and it's basically just a plot device to keep you around for longer plot device ah! to uh, and, change out some water filters for people was, that's, the, a- that's the next day first you have to go sleep in this uh shitty apartment that they give you Jesus. Were the doors. The worst fucking doors. So like this game is beautiful except for every once in a while there's just something that looks off. And in Mm. this case it's these fucking doors. It's the most distracting doors ever. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You have all this beautiful looking food except for when you make bad food and it's just like that weird pixelated shit. That's what this door is. (laughs) It's just like the doorknobs are square. It's like yeah. Guys! I know it's just like Fuck! literally the mud. biggest space on the screen is these three doors on the front of this building <sighs> that you're standing in front of that you're going into that just you're coming terrible. out of that you're dragging this guy out of from the other room that you're talking to Tifa in the door is always there for like hours look the, the game needed that extra processing power to give a little more depth to Cloud's eyebrows they are I just needed the models. door to be a fucking shade other than yeah. gray. Hey, <laughs> the sacrifice of those polygons on those doors were more polygons to make Barrett thick as fuck. Hey, that's true. Uh, Sorry, I'm dummy thick, Cloud. I <laughs> can't get through that shaft. I would just st- like during the cutscene, like Cloud and Tifa are like reunited and haven't seen each other in a while, but the whole time I'm like, will these doors fucking load in? Like, God damn it. No, they never do. They never do. Two cutscenes later, I'm like, still loading, huh? 
<laughs> like, yeah. I can't find it on the disc. Yeah. There is a lot of texture problems in this game for some reason. Like even in uh, every once in a while, yeah. home, there's a uh, if you go in the kitchen, the refrigerator, and like almost everything in there is <laughs> there's like texture doesn't pop in there. Picture frames with like really bad PNGs yeah. images, like just really bullshit. Like even things. in Jesse's house and like all that stuff. Like looking over at the playground, there's like this like blocky looking tricycle. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> what <laughs> child is driving that triangle? Yeah, there's no wheels. It's just squares. What was that, original called- Final Fantasy? Fantasy 7 tricycle. It's called a big square. <laughs> tricycle hard mode. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's still a really cool thing. I don't remember you having an apartment or anything nope. like that. Nope. In the no, original, it's, that. it's cool that it kind of makes that whole area a lot more homey and actually makes you feel like you belong there. Mm-hmm. Like even as this distant character, the cloud is, and then there's the seventh heaven. They're forcing him to kind of like live in their world to yeah. Live for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're holding him hostage. And that's basically fucking ridiculous. Pretty much. Going yeah. around doing mercenary work, doing side yeah. quests. Slave work. Chapter three, uh, we jump into doing uh, your first round of side quests. So side quests only pop up in like three chapters, four chapters or something like that. Yeah. And they just give you a handful of them, but they take a Except fucking the while one. to get through. So like, especially with their terrible maps. Well. If you were, yeah, I don't think the map system's terrible. I had a hard time. It's a little navigating. rough. It's pretty cut yeah. and dry, I thought. Nah, there's, there would be like waypoints. When you're trying, like, oh, okay, I'll go this way. And then I would go into an area and it'd be like, it's not here. Yeah, and I would be like, but I followed the thing. Like, I what do you? It, it's so infuriating. It's kind of of I had to look up so many side quests. It's kind of the same yeah. frustration I have with fourteen. Yeah, and yeah. Borderlands three, which they actually patched a bunch of stuff with fourteen, so that's better now. Okay, but hmm. but anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, what happens next? I don't feel like great about side quests in this game because they give you decent rewards, but some of them are kind of worthless. There's actually something I forgot to talk about with exploration in this game is that there's a lot of chests in this game, which is awesome. I like mm. finding chests and hidden nooks and stuff. Yep. But when it's something bullshit like a potion at the fucking last bit of the game, or it's a Moogle medal, yeah. you just don't put the fucking chest there. I don't need fucking Moogle medals and shit. Gotta, Give I me like fucking it. equipment. Like, I don't mind. Chests should have something worthwhile in it. I like the know? animation. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it every day. Give me something worthwhile in it, though. Do you, why, am I, why am I going way the fuck out of my way to get... A fucking Moogle medal. This they give you way game. more okay. than you ever need in this right. game. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. It's fucking dumb. It's fine. I I did a lot of the side quests. I think I only didn't. Fin- I think there was only two I didn't finish or do. Yeah, but... near the end, that last like big hall, I was like, oh, I didn't do like two of them. I was like, oh, whatever. I, I did. I did finish them. I did. I did all of them. Some of them were ridiculous. I remember one of them that was in Sector Five that was just like, go talk to this this one person that's probably in this house. And I looked around and I'm like. It's probably the most detailed person in here. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, that's, who, that's yep. who I need to talk to. And you, they, they give you some bullshit reasons why you got to stay and do some mercenary work and make you feel good and get close to Tifa, which I actually thought was pretty nice that it gives you a lot of time to spend with Tifa and show that how the relationship works. And it does reward you for doing all the side quests by giving you an extra cut scene mm-hmm. with Tifa where they get to have a nice little chat, which is nice. Yeah. I like stuff like that. Rewarding you for doing stuff is uh, always the best reason to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. Like, especially doing the darts minigame, which I did for about an hour. I like, did the darts I had to okay. get it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about minigames real quick because there's only a few of them in the game and I fucking love all of them. Um, only two, right? Three. Three? Three if you count the Darts, arena. squat, and what else? Pull-ups? I didn't Dart, do pull-ups. Well, 
Yeah, yeah I didn't darts, do that either. Well, the, darts, squats, squats. pull-ups and stuff. Uh, what is it? Uh, I didn't even think squats. The box breaking thing? The box breaking oh, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Waka box? Waka box. Yeah, that's The fun. squats that good. are cool. in the original Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. yeah. Which I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When, when that started. Yeah. Okay, so why does the squat minigame have low-key the best fucking music in the game? It's like an EDM <laughs> remake of the battle music. Yeah, I don't know. I was. It was so awesome. I was into it. I was like, oh, this I was like, I was like, I was in time to this. I was like, I'm crushing this dude. Yeah. It's like dubstep battle music. Yeah. It's doing it, sick. I'm the squat king. I remember doing it on the original and like, cause like, oh, it's weird. On it's the not on a rhythm. It's you just have to do it yeah. in an order and you can just yeah. do, 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 Oh yeah, <laughs> like you are the squat lord. Yeah, it's because it's always in that like weird stop anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah but this one makes you start slow though. Uh, yeah, and you have to keep difficult. doing that. And yeah. then like the the animation of like what you have to do like fades away and yeah you have to just do it on your own which but, i thought uh, was cool but then cool. randomly yeah. one of them like sticks and you've got to press it a lot yeah, like, <gasps> yeah. the pull-ups are problem. even i, I never did the pull-ups the, the pull-ups are even worse because it's like a figure eight instead oh, oh it's hard as fuck it'd be like up down do left right up down you left do, right you do it with tifa and you're against uh andrea oh. and it's the hardest one in the fucking game it's fucking what do you get for that one uh, I don't remember. You get another. You get something for Tifa. You get, you get to watch Tifa belt. do pull-ups. Oh, that, yeah. That's from the. That's from the squats. <laughs> you get another championship belt. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, I guess. Else. Oh, I didn't do the second round. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oops. Oh well. Stupid gym guys. Stupid gym. I actually really uh, like those. The, the pull-ups is the only one I didn't like fully complete. And, it's hard um, as fuck. There's Whack, a whack a box thing was easy. Where's whack box? Did braver the kids over and over on everything. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck those kids. There's another thing that gets introduced that. here is there's a uh, there's a Shinra research kid who's like some genius prodigy kid and he's doing sh- he's oh, against yeah, Chauncey Shinra or Chernobyl Ch- or whatever yeah. Elliot you finished no, not Elliot so Chunli you finished <laughs> Chumli Chunli so you get to do battle intel which is like different goals that mm-hmm. you do in your while you're fighting and yep. he also get, uh, were you gonna say something about that battle intel. Uh, but say, are, are you guys going to 100% all Eventually, of that stuff? Yeah. I do. Because there's a mm-hmm. secret, like, little scene with him af- if you do that. Oh, and it's, cool. Yeah. It's really, it's a, like, crazy reveal thing. So if really? I can tell you or you can do it yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it myself. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I want to know. This is a spoiler cast. Tell us. It's fine. He's a cyborg AI. Oh, okay. That's okay. dope. That's yeah, cool. So all of the intel and everything you're is giving Is he from him, here? He's from Shinra. And so, like, they made him... And all of your intel and everything gave him enough sentience and everything to like break free from his protocol. Cool. So like now he's his own sentient AI. And so he is congratulations, we started Skynet. Uh, <laughs> there's another thing that we forgot to talk about in uh, battle stuff, and that's summons, mm-hmm. uh, which actually yeah. links to this kid as well. Summons uh, happen if you if your battle's been going on a really long time, or you hit critical health mm-hmm. during uh, specific m- most fights. Yeah, uh, it puts up a timer to where you can use one of your summons. When you use one of the summons, it's the fucking coolest shit. They're yeah. really detailed primals, and they're very, very strong. Um, you get most of them from this kid who uh, gives you some VR goggles. Yeah. And you go, you play shower with your dad simulator. Yeah. On VR, yeah. And, and then you, Cloud murders everyone in the town yeah, while trying to that fight. That was my thought. That was my first You're outside thought. The play like, area. Is he is he not moving while he's doing that, or is he, he must not be? Is he like going around and killing Dude, everyone? That would have been the best if he took the goggles off and there's just a decimated. The kid, <laughs> the kid is dead. Yeah, but like you fight. Tifa screaming. But the VR missions are you have to fight that primal in VR, and all of them are very fun. Very yeah, Shiva, nice. Leviathan, Fat Chocobo. Yep. They all feel pretty fair. Bahamut. 
Never got to that one. Never got to that, that one. That's or a, Leviathan. That's an endgame hard yeah. mode thing. Never yeah. saw when those you two. When you complete all the battle intel, it unlocks Bahamut yeah. for you to fight. Yeah. Pretty fun one, too. I've only got one left for the battle intel. One other thing we haven't talked about yet was the weapon upgrade system. Yeah. Which I thought was really fucking cool. It was pretty interesting. Well, Auto like pilot. if you wanted to use the Buster Sword the whole game, that's mm. totally viable. Yeah, yeah which I, is that's awesome. what I like. Yeah. I like that too. So cool. And uh, your differences between weapons at first are they have a skill attached to them, but if you use that skill enough, you get to just learn yeah, it. Yeah. And you can use that with any weapon. I thought that was cool. Cool. Beyond yeah. that, like a very Spider Man thing. Yeah. Like the difference. Get the suits. Yeah. yeah. The differences mm -hmm. between each one are usually just stats and materia slots. Are they linked materia? How many materia are in there? Yep. That kind of thing. And you upgrade that through your skill trees At with first, your weapons. I went through the skill trees and was like picking stuff, but yeah. then I eventually was just like went just auto, auto everything. Yep. Yeah. I went to like auto balance. I did everything Except manually. For, I did auto oof. auto attack Fuck on that. Cloud, Too auto much. defense yeah. on Barrett, auto attack on Tifa, yep, auto defense on yep, Aerith. Yeah, that's like, pretty much pretty yeah. much what I did. Um yeah it worked it worked very, very well. Yeah. Um <laughs> the the weapon upgrade like menu i think the i hate the animation of going into the menu it made me not want to do it yeah because it makes this like big swooshy thing it's and, like, very it cool in. the first time i'm like oh that's so cool and then like it's every time i would go between like switching weapons and upgrading weapons i don't like i keep forgetting which one i need to go to yeah, like, oh, i, I want to change the material and then i would accidentally hit x on something and i'd be like ah oh, i actually didn't went into that animation i want to back it's out super of it. long yeah now. it's like takes forever but. but it looks like the final fantasy 13 like upgrade system like small how nitpicks the spheres and stuff one percent exactly, off the it's score almost exactly the same but it's really beautiful i like it i like the way it looks but yeah the animation of going in there is way too long and i like how it keeps every weapon viable but for different mm -hmm. purposes yeah exactly. like if you favor magic attacks there's a weapon for cloud yeah. that boosts his magic more than the others the mithril sword yeah what yeah. Did, what which which sword did y'all end up with with cloud Buster. Buster. <laughs> I had to. I learned all the, the skills from every other weapon and then just went back yeah, to the bus. Except the bat. So you and I are on the same one. The twin Fang. Twin Fang, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even know what that one was. I didn't use really? that one because you get that one near the end or whatever. And mm -hmm. I was like, I want him to have Where'd a buster sword for okay, all so of Okay, so get that in the research lab. Oh my god, y'all didn't get to learn counter stance? Counter no. stance is fucking dope. <gasps> counter stance is busted as fuck. It made Sephiroth. I will cakewalk. Yeah. Really? It he was already a cakewalk. It puts you into a stance that gives you an auto counter no matter what kind of attack hits so, you. Wow. So when you're in Punisher That's mode cool. and you block, you parry most you you parry melee attacks, not yeah. magic or ranged. Oh shit. In counter stance, <laughs> you block you counter any attack. Fuck. Oh any God. attack at all, and it's very long. I do wish I had used For that. One ATB charge or two. One ATB charge. Yep. Holy shit. It's fucking yeah. gross. I made this game so harder on myself. When you're surrounded by enemies, you just cool throw that fuck. counter stance out and it fucking demolishes all of them. It's disgusting. I look cool. <laughs> Missing out. Man, strong weapon too. Damn. It's a very strong weapon. I ended up with Twin Fang. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, you do all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> you finally you you help them change some water filters, some some plot device bullshit, and then they finally pay you. And then they're like, "All right, we're doing the next mission without you. Get gone." Yeah, I was kind of sad. Like I was pretty bummed. I was like, "Man, they really don't." Like, like Bear's like, get the fuck out of here. We're done. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. And everybody's like, yeah, we, we're just going to kind of do our own thing now. Except Jesse is just like, give me that dick. Give me that dick. But um, <laughs> but she does uh, approach Cloud eventually. And like says that she yeah. has some kind of other job, other thing that she needs help with. And she'll mm -hmm. pay Cloud. So. A summon materia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My favorite summon Ifrit. materia. Ifrit's Ifrit. really my favorite cool. summon in any Final Fantasy across oh, yeah. all of them. I love Ifrit. I like Odin. But anyways, I wish Odin was in this one. 
He's in 13. Uh, he is in 7. So chapter 4 is literally that, is going to do Jesse's uh, mission, which he keeps basically a secret until you're on the way there, and on a motorcycle, yep. on the highway. All of chapter 4 is not in the original. Yep. Completely no, completely new. new. Which is Could fucking amazing. Yeah. skipped. What? I really like chapter 4. It, it was a me? very humanizing moment. Not only that, like just the motorcycle driving and stuff. That I'm was like, the, holy shit, that that's was the fucking only reason cool. to do it. Uh, introducing motorcycle driving could have been done right into chapter five. Introducing really this new fights. character, Roche. Yeah. Yeah. And all, all of that, that could have been done on the way to chapter to sector five. It was. That's what this is. <laughs> it's but it's in called between. chapter four. Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So then skip all that. Yeah. <laughs> on their way to the next job, that could have been the motorcycle fight. Like I there was I, so for characters that wind oh, up where man. they wind up. Cool. You humanize some characters that don't. I like, want. And I don't like their. Jesse's humanism. mom's pizza. What's so good about it? I want yeah, to know. What's so good about it is they live in the fucking slum, so they don't. It's pie, better girl. than trash. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on top of the riding pizza. Yeah. It, <laughs> it gives a lot of a uh, nice. backstory to Jesse, who is like who's telling her parents that she's a gold saucer girl. And right. She's an actor. So Life's she, a play and loves the stage. So she yeah, was an actress. That broke my fucking heart. Yeah. That's so good. That's, I fucking love that I mean, line. Jesse's mom's got to go on. That's all I got That's say. true. Yeah, that's what I, I, don't what, even what did I put here. You put the notes there, I don't even remember. So I don't even remember her mom at all. But like that whole- Jesse has a backstory, I guess. Dinner with her hot mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so this whole thing uh, serves to explain something very important in the story, and that's um, like Mako sickness. Yeah. Yeah, um, which is a thing. Yeah, which is what her dad was afflicted with, and basically put him in a coma. Yeah. So it's your first introduction to oh, this shit is bad for people too, and which it becomes very important later. And it also goes to show that uh, during some of these fights, that uh, when Avalanche shows up, they're not there for you; they're there on their own accord because you're these this small ragtag group of Avalanche is actually kind of a black sheep to the grand scheme of the Avalanche mm -hmm. like which is also like extra cool yeah. I'm like oh man like, these are like the pirates too of the extreme, military yeah. yeah yeah because it never alludes to that in the original no like, in the original all you know is that Av <clears throat> Avalanche is the five <clears throat> people you've been with sorry yeah and, and they just don't strike me but they just don't later. they just They're, don't strike me as yeah. extra though they don't strike me as the things that they do are that bad in fact Jesse is devastated by the devastation that they did cause. Which is why, which is actually the reason why they're doing this is she's trying to go find a different explosive that she thinks will do a better job without destroying people's homes. So then how are they, so that just, that, for them being like, oh, we're the, we're, we go, we're extreme. Like Avalanche won't deal with us because we're, we're so over the top. Oh, dang, we killed people. Well, it's one, well, yeah, dude, you, it's like, one person who feels responsible and she's trying to mm -hmm. fix that situation. Nobody else really feels that same way as her and continue to tell her, hey, it's not your fault. I feel like Barrett's the only one who tells her that, whereas Biggs well, and Wedge are just kind of... I think they're just a divergent group. I mean, there are, a, like, a, a misfit Motley crew of mm -hmm. personalities. I mean, like, could, would you have Barrett on your team? Like, of course you would, because you know he's a big, strong guy who can do all this shit. But if you're, like, in an efficient military, you want this guy who's like, I'm here to save the planet! Like, no, sir, we can't have you in Yeah, Barrett's yeah. not following orders. Exactly. Yeah. None of them are, and that's kind of the whole point uh, from where they're coming from. But, yeah, going into the Shinra building and, like... Uh, or like this warehouse where they're trying to get materials for a better situation and then like running into this new character. Roche. Roche. 
Who's another fucking soldier. wild. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I just came out of Devil May Cry! Let's yeah. go! Pretty totally much. Chaotic neutral. And yeah. that, that first 1v1 fight with him is just so mm-hmm. fun. I love all the Cloud versus some other dude <clears throat> fights in this game are my yeah. favorites. Yeah. In the Automatically game. Punisher awesome. mode. Even like fight, <laughs> yeah. fighting him on the motorcycle was really fun. That yeah. was really fun. Like yeah. It's very arcadey, but it was really fucking fun to do. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, sorry. We skipped in the chapter three uh, meeting Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> who's like absolutely in love with Tifa and is a guy who's like, bro. We he's talked like, a little bit he's about Alex him Kelly. Earlier. He's yeah. Alex Kelly incarnate. What's up, dude? <laughs> no, nah, not really. Uh, oh my god. What? Okay, so what? Ironically, Alex conveys himself as it's the actual embodiment of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did like the moment where uh, Cloud was considering killing him, and Tifa was like, no. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I forgot yes. about that. Yeah, like, no, murder this like, loud mouth motherfucker. I mean, sure, like, get out of town. It, it was he, kind of funny, but it was also kind of like because Tifa was like, "You're scaring me." Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck. Dark he's like, moment. "Yeah, he's gonna talk. Yeah. I need to kill him." And no, that like, should have been. The game gives you choices. That should have been one. <laughs> it becomes a big one. I don't want to with him. It becomes the Witcher. <laughs> he has, Dude, side, he has like, side quests later. The second Cloud grabbed his sword, I said, I, finally, real choices. Yes, you are okay. a mercenary. They are a secret group trying to take down a corporation. This guy's going to just run his fucking mouth. Okay, so like, I you kill I, him. I enjoyed this first interaction with Johnny. Every interaction with Johnny after this, I'm like, why are you coming back here? I fucking yeah. hate this guy. He's so annoying. I have nowhere to go. It makes bro. you wish they gave you the and choice. Cl- and Cloud is like me. I'm just like, stop calling me, bro. And then Cloud says, stop calling me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Cloud, you're right. And then he doesn't. And then he doesn't. Yeah, bro, I got you. He's fucking Johnny. Anywho. Back to Roche. Yeah. Fighting that motherfucker. You fight Roche. Uh, Wedge sacrifices himself to get hit by some chains from a robot to help Cloud out. Gets his ass bit by a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about your ass. Sorry about your ass, buddy. Oh, and like patching his ass up and they pull it down. They're like, there's nothing here. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because they will not show any damage on a person. They almost refuse. Which is a point I want to talk about later. Is because like they let people die in the original and they don't let people die in this one. And it bothers the fuck out of me. Yeah, we'll get to that. The wrong people. The wrong people, at least. Um, You finish your job, you get some parachutes on. Why are you getting some parachutes on? Because we're not taking the elevator or the highway back down. We're jumping off the side of the motherfucking plate, y'all. Hell yeah. Yeah. And Jesse, there's so Jesse wants cloud sticks so fucking bad and is constantly being like come to my place later and i'll give you the other half your yeah but she doesn't fucking parachute down with cloud that's a prime opportunity yeah she, she could have got that fucking dick well dude mid-air. no one up. else can, high club no one else can wield buster sword unless you have some mako strength so who else is going to parachute down with wedge that's fair that's true he's, not- he's the only one who can wield that un- that weight that, one <laughs> of my, that unwieldy man yeah. dude one of my favorite parts of the game happens at this moment mm-hmm. when uh uh, Wedge and Cloud are standing on the edge and Wedge is like, bro, I'm not ready. And Cloud's like, I'm not your bro. And just pushes him yeah. off. It's fucking great. Yeah, like yeah, or like Jesse almost like knocks Biggs and Wedgie. Or Je- Wedgie. Wedgie. <laughs> 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 I want to g- give <laughs> Big Wedgie. <laughs> I want to give him a Big Wedgie. And like almost, they're almost falling off as she's like desperately trying to walk over to Cloud to whisper in his ear some sweet mm-hmm. nothings. Yeah, which is so, just I nothing. fucking love it, man. I did like ah! that, like, Cloud was actually having fun. Like yeah. when she like slapped uh, Wedge's ass, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you're fine." And he, he was smarts. like, "Ah," oh, like he laughed just a little bit, and they're and like, they, "Oh shit!" He has emotion. Yeah. The, the first little smirk you get out of Cloud when yeah. the bridge collapses or whatever, and he jumps and like does this flip off this falling piece of of platform and lands in front of Jesse, and she's like, "Whoa, that was cool." And Cloud's just like. Yeah. Did he? I yeah. didn't even notice. I'm a cool kid. I figured that was more of like. Eh, he gives her like this little yeah. smirk. 
Couldn't tell. It was because he knows he's badass. Yeah. He, he put two X's at the end of his name that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I love the meme that you. Sh- what no? I love the meme that you showed me a while back where it was like cloud or it's jesse saying cloud i love you please dick me uh, down yeah. and then it's just <laughs> internet, internet startup noise cloud i love you please diddle me <laughs> yeah, this uh, this next part like after uh you, i definitely try to go into jesse's house and they're like wedge is sitting there like you shouldn't do that I'm and like, then you go back to her house anyway wedge leave me alone um <laughs> fucking cockblock but it's fine like he goes back to his cat home which i think is adorable like he he loves, loves a bunch of cats. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very cool. Uh, you walk around at night, which is very somber, very nice. Then you go back and you go to sleep. Yes. And this next part confused the fuck out of me because I was almost 100% assured that this was a fucking dream. Yeah. I was like, this at is first, a dream. Yeah. This is definitely like, so the, why? the entire tent changes. Everything's blue now. Like instead of it being like the sandy like color. Because the sun's blue. being blocked by ghosts. <laughs> and, yeah. So uh, now why does this happen? Because, uh, just like what happened I th- I th- at this point i'm not really sure i don't think oh. jesse's supposed to go in the original game so this was a plot device to keep this was them showing you that they instead- didn't write anything so they're gonna make ghost appear now <clears throat> no it's not that so like he wasn't originally in the original game he's not left out of yeah, the mission uh, yeah. yeah so in this it's them showing you for the first time that these specters come in and force cloud to be a part of the mission mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and this is this is like that first foray into it and you don't notice it then but you're then, just like why is this happening but so yeah why is this happening because of that yeah it's, it's so, them, but why but it's why is this playing out it's foreshadowing that what is going to happen in the future where they're showing you that this game they're trying to push it in a different direction and these meta ass ghosts are coming in and saying no stay on the path it's literally just happenstance like cloud was basically about to go on his way and avalanche was about to go on their way and the which is not what the original story is the whispers came in and caused enough commotion for cloud to get up go out tifa got his help they went all the way down to the courtyard in front of seventh heaven and fought a bunch of them, and then they had to. Now and Jesse they're, got hurt. Now they're, they're back yeah, yeah. on the path together. Now he's there. So it's literally the dev team being like, "Things are different, but something's forcing you to, right, to do yeah. the thing that actually happens in the like original. in the original. He you stayed at Seventh Heaven. He just went along with them the whole yeah, time. There yeah. was no separation. I, yeah. I know that's so, what that's what just makes it it's, weird. Is it's just a you have to un- yeah, but you have to understand that the game that you're playing. Is is trying to do things differently while the because that's what the right, devs but see. yeah, but that's we so didn't. weird. Nobody. So when you play this, it. so now when you're playing this, you're going, "Why is it, this is a dream?" Okay, I'm in a dream sequence. Exactly. And then when it ends, you're like, "Wait, I'm not in a dream sequence." So this was real, especially because so everyone it's saw supposed it. to confuse you. Because then when you finally have it that did. revelation, yeah, no at, shit. <laughs> when you have that revelation at the end, and then you think about all the times that the specters come around, you start piecing things together. Like, like, yeah, I know. Cloud, the like times Cloud they make... isn't going to interact with Aerith hmm. now because of the specters. Now hmm. he is interacting with Aerith and you're like, oh, that's the reason that Yeah, happens. I understand mm-hmm. their plot. It's just this out of all of the times. They, they chose to do it when he went to sleep. Then he's having this thing, like you said, it makes you think that this is a dream sequence. And I it, agree. And it fucks right. it up. I mean, I, like, I thought so Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm sure. saying. Like, this was the one time when they show up that I'm like, this literally doesn't it does make like, sense now. Like, everything could have just it. been on the normal timeline and something else could have diverged later while they're on. Like that would have made more sense. This like, is definitely just a creative decision. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's just one of the bad ones. This was the first time I was like, the fuck is this? I, I didn't really see a problem with this I one. did think it was strange. It did confuse the fuck out of me. In hindsight, I think it's cool. And also just fighting the creatures, walking through the town, seeing them all flood. It was very cool. Very well done for sure. 
uh, uh, Jesse and Wedge and everybody getting hurt to the point where it's like, okay, now we have to ask Cloud to go help us destroy Sector Five uh, reactor and all that stuff. So I it, just, it was cool. It, it was it well just, done. Why not just have them get hurt on the mission that Jesse had them take them on? It's, and then it's just more because you can't you couldn't have that nice because it's nice no yeah you could have because I just said nice they get injured time. on the way back it's just another example of like them yeah. trying to show you this in force I thought it was yeah, cool yeah. that when they did the parachute they played higher ground by the Red Hot Chili Peppers I thought that was a good choice <laughs> <laughs> no they did not <laughs> I almost went wait what <laughs> wait like, yeah it's been long enough now. So now we start chapter five. Uh, we this is literally getting on. Your clouds back on the mission because Jesse's hurt, and now we're going to Sector Five's Mako Reactor to do the same thing to it as we did Sector Eight. And I I did like this because this is where they do like the this is how uh, Midgar is all set up. Or is that yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time? No, on the train? I, no, it's on this one. Yeah, it's on this time. Yeah. I thought that's awesome. I yeah. love that whole explanation and like uh, showing how cool. how extreme <clears throat> Barrett is and how he can't control himself with. Uh, in front of like the Shinra employees uh, while they're talking shit. The Shinra employees dialogue is awful mm-hmm. and atrocious. I yeah. hated it, but I like the situation that it's per- purveying. I love it because I d- it, it depicted like this schlub square of a man who's literally, whose name is literally Shinra employee yeah. or whatever. Like, <laughs> Shin- employee you meet one. him like many times and it, like that's just his name. Because yeah. cool. he, he's just a fucking suit. No, exactly. That is his name. He was born to do this. <laughs> My name is Shinra employee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think you're qualified? Yeah. And then, oh, uh, and then, then Barrett shows up like, do you have any idea who I am? Do you know how many anonymous henchmen I've killed? You haven't even got a name tag. You've got no chance. See, and just if he had just, down. If just, he had just, just said that to the employee <laughs> instead of getting up and giving himself away <laughs> and causing the scene, and it's like, it's like, dude, this is, it's showing how, how it like, how not put together Barrett is. It's showing that character progression because he gets better over time. And he's still early, and he's still very childish in his mindset about how to handle these things. Yeah, and That's Cloud is constant. Cloud and Tifa are constantly teaching him those. Um, yeah, let the teenagers teach the grown man in his thirties, dude. My kids teach me stuff. Man, I'm sorry, <laughs> dude, but if you- <laughs> the ice climbers suck and smash, yeah. 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 <laughs> Worst well, it's just like, hey, we have to do this mission. We have to, we have to execute this. This is the only. We have to do this. Let me almost fuck all of it up. So that I can rail these two fucking three employees and really, really stick it to them. Like, he's, yeah, dude, good job. He's hot-headed and that's showing why, shit. It. That's yeah. why he's not in, like, top-tier avalanche. Yeah, he's not that's the exactly embodiment what I'm of about. restraint. Yeah, exactly. This is why he's on his own sector. He is constantly it, running around like, there's terrorists running around. Everyone's talking about, there's terrorists running around. I have a gun for an arm. Yeah, you have no idea how high his blood pressure is. Give him some slack. But I'm none. <laughs> anywho, things are going easy, but then all of a sudden, they don't. Now you're, uh, you're getting attacked by some robots on the train and they're just uh fucking this train up not giving a shit about the um the civil uh the civilians that are on the train yeah so you're there killing the robots and trying to help the civilians and the civilians finally get to see that avalanche is not really the bad guys maybe they are doing some good 
Yeah. They're helping us trying not to die because Shinra's trying to fucking kill us. Yeah, right now. Tifa telling the Shinra employee, get out of here. It's like, aren't mm -hmm. you in the back? Aren't you Avalanche? Like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Get out. Yeah, we don't want people to die. Yeah. Uh, I thought the fights on the train were like uh, really good visually. Mm -hmm. I thought they were fun. And Absolutely. then you jump off that fucking train. Barrett jumps off first, and then Tifa and Cloud jump off later. And that, that's a plot device to just separate them for a while. And yeah. Then you have it gives you a reason to backtrack and then go move forward again. Yeah. So this is another cutscene that can be different. Tifa cloud time. Uh, the way you jump out, of, you can either jump out of the train and protect Tifa, or you can jump out of the train by yourself and then sh she'll jump out by herself. Oh, really? Huh. This I is like I think that. one of the first ones that'll do that. Is that? Didn't know that. So what changes that? Is I it if don't you don't know. do all the side quests and don't have like those connecting moments with Potentially. her? Interesting. Because hmm. hmm. I'm not sure what changes it, but I know that's one of them. There's a I few divulging things <laughs> in this game that I thought were really minor. I didn't realize there was something like that too. Yeah. yeah see, this is going to change the uh, golden saucer date. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck! I didn't even think about. It probably that. will. Yeah. 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 What are, what are gonna be the the thing? Oh, let's. Yeah. Anyway. It's not in this game. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, you're in the train tunnels, going uh, going to find Barrett, and then going to find uh, Stamp the Dog, which is like their avalanche's code thing. His mascot. It's a mascot yeah. to like show them like this is the way to go. They already marked it up. Their the graffiti mission. tag. Graffiti yeah. tag. Which is a beagle. Well, this, no, I thought it was a Shinra thing. It, well, it's like it's it is a Shinra thing, but the Avalanche uses it because yeah, yeah. it's inconspicuous. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to graffiti like, "Hey, go this way." Yeah, yeah, it's like Shinra propaganda that they use to yeah point directions to yeah, each it's, other. It's like the hobo code. Really, really smart. Um, or the Jesus fish. I think I thought that these you're in these tunnels for way too fucking long. Oh yeah, it's just the yeah. same tunnel over and over and over again for a while until you start fighting some weird creatures with some weird webs and shit. Yeah. And I thought some of those fights were fun, but there's there's just too much of this. This could have been cut in like half. I'm yeah. a sucker for looking for secrets. Me too. So and there's I, plenty of that in this. I ran all through these tunnels. And there's not as much as Me you too. think as there are yeah, in the first tunnels. Yeah. Once you get to like the, the scaffolding and stuff, there's a bunch of secrets there. Yeah. But like those big tunnels, yeah, there's fucking nothing in it. And mm. it's a waste of time to just try to run back and forth. Um Robot boss fight. Yeah, you get to the end of it and you fight uh, another robot. Yeah, and it's it's more <clears throat> the same. It's another really fun boss fight. I don't really remember this. A too couple much. of different mechanics. It's almost the same as the first Sentinel boss fight. Mm -hmm. Almost forgettable. Yeah, just four legs. It was and all right. Stuff. Yeah. You had more cover this time. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, and it has it has less attacks. And you have Tifa. Like, as three of you. As yeah, there's three of you, of you. and yeah. it doesn't do the overshield thing uh, during it. I don't think. Right. Mm. Um, fun. Uh, just another fun boss fight. All yeah. almost every single boss fight in this game is fantastic it's really like the pinnacles of the game are those fights and honestly it's a very short chapter you move on to chapter six we in sector four now bitches now we're, <laughs> we're finally where we wanted to be I, I thought we were moving to sector five to go to the sector five reactor we're actually going to the sector four reactor my bad Is it? oh yeah i guess that makes sense huh? uh then this convoluted and very 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 long dungeon where um you're basically on the scaffolding underneath the plate and you're having to travel between these lamps and turn off the power yeah. so you can route power back into it, it was a, a cargo very, elevator. Yes, because this cool. cargo elevator takes so much fucking electricity. We need to turn off three, three, artifi suns. three artificial <laughs> suns to fucking yeah. power it because Barrett weighs a little too much for the fucking elevator. <laughs> He's dummy thick. Fuck, man. I love the concept of the lights and uh -huh. them being artificial suns. But, cool. yeah. but I was thinking too, like, the fuck is up with this cargo elevator? I know. This but thing's gotta be the power. shit. Again, it, it's padding, but I actually really like this. I uh, did. Because there's a lot to explore, a lot oh, of yeah. twists and turns. The visualization of, of, of being underneath a plate, but being in the sky. Yeah. It was yeah, so cool. Super dope. Yeah, so and cool. showing Barrett how scared of heights he yes. is and stuff. Yes. I love that. Um, Which I'm not scared I of heights, but up that high, I bet I'd be able to... Those are some oh, yeah. shaky scaffoldings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. 
you start to see a little bit of uh, Barrett and Cloud like making jokes and starting to like get broy. Yeah, just a little bit. Like you start seeing that here. They start making jokes and start complimenting each other at this point in the game. Yeah, we actually make a pretty good team. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is another good example. There's like four examples in this specific spot where you see a materia and you can't get to it for like 20 minutes, and then yeah. you can get to so it. So infuriating. That happens. I know, a lot. But, but I but I it's love, so satisfying. But what I love is when you go to leave that area, even after you've been like, you know what, I, I'm clearly not supposed to get this right now. Yeah. And when you go to leave, Barrett's like, hey, there's still two materia left. Did you want to get those before we go on? Does he? And really? you're like, yeah. And you're like. Oh shit! Yeah, I do. Well, one okay. of those is really important because it's yeah. a really good summon material for that early in the game. Yeah, I it was. Uh, it's just nice that before you move on, there's like a character yeah. thing of him being like, "We, if we move on, you're not getting them, so you gotta yeah. get them now." Yeah. Which cool. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Very you told smart. Me that. Yeah, and that yeah. first one you see is elemental material. Yes, it's so mm. fucking useful. Yeah, so useful. I like and, the little uh, puzzle that you had to do to like drop yep. the elevator down to get that one. That was really fun. And uh, during the chapter five and all through chapter six, they keep talking about Biggs is up ahead. He's waiting for us. Mm -hmm. We need to get there. We'll yeah. stop making him wait. You finally meet up with Biggs, and he's like, "I found his vent. There's <laughs> <laughs> a vent here. Get in the vent." And Barrett's like, "I don't want to get in the vent." And here's a pew pew gun. It may help you climb things. Yeah, it sounds weird. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, the dungeon's really long, but that's literally the entire chapter. And so yeah. we move on to chapter seven, which is you're get you're in the reactor and you're going down to Mako storage the very same way that you did in chapter one. Oh shit. About except for chapter one, except for it goes really fast and really smooth until you get there because no one's there. You plant the bomb and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Oh fuck. They know we're here. Oh shit. Bender's here. Yeah. Bender. <laughs> when you get in the reactor, you pass this giant robot. Oh yeah. yeah. The air and if you're, and if you've played the game before, you absolutely recognize it. I just knew immediately. I was like, "No, oh, that's the boss I'm going to yeah, fight later." Yeah. It's a Gundam. It's, it's a Gundam yeah. from the 1986 yeah. anime. Yeah. Yeah. Did Alex Kelly point those to you too? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I just assumed yeah, the airbuster. So, all the weapons from the original Final Fantasy and this airbuster are literally rips from Gundam robots from the 1980s cartoons. I went down. Really? It's so cool. I'm not surprised. That's at all. cool. Yeah, that's man. So cool. It's com they are completely complete rip-offs. And I think that is dope as cool. It's so, so awesome. dope. That's yeah. so awesome. Um, it's very. It's, Some of those guys probably worked on this game. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, it probably is something like that, or it's probably just paying homage to a thing that they loved. I'm all way up to. It's cool that they like Shinra like busted in, started broadcasting everything, started like mm -hmm. showing. Like I, I, I don't know here. exactly yeah. what they did. They it, they made it seem like they were threatening to do a live feed of them, and which everything, they which they were, but yeah. they didn't. Because I guess shit didn't go well for them. Well, they're only showing pieces that incriminates Avalanche. Yeah, they showed yeah. the pieces um, from before when they were all crawling through the fence, which the I thought was very reactor. fucking cool yeah. because it doesn't show Cloud go through it. Because right. that's when you had to stop and turn around and fight when everyone else ah, went through the yeah. fence. And I thought, oh man, that's really clever. So it doesn't look like Cloud's involved at all. Uh -huh. And so no one knows. So. But... um. And then uh, what I love is that they know that they're being live transmitted the entire time. Yeah. And Barrett keeps like facing... Uh, a camera that's not there and starts like spewing like avalanche propaganda <laughs> yeah. essentially it's like no we're the best the planet's dying mm -hmm. Tief was like or cloud's like i'm pretty sure they cut the audio yeah do you really do you really think, think they would happen. let you say that on tv yeah. um but the He's whole trying. thing is is that i love them the whole thing here is that they know you're there and now they're gonna hit you against the airbuster and their their goal is to on live tv show you get killed by this badass Shinra mech that they are literally literally building while you're trying to get out, and what, which yeah. is crazy. And, mm -hmm. Like the 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 general is on the the feed and telling you about this, and you hear a guy in the background being like, "Dude, it's not finished," and he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" 
up. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I am on the phone. <laughs> I'm on the phone, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was funny as shit. Yeah. Um, He's really fucking clever. You work your way up through different, you know, mob battles, this and that, yeah. and you get to basically pick and choose what you don't want to deal with in this boss battle as yeah. you go. You have there's like three different components, and you have there's like four pieces of each, but you only get like six cards or something like that. You there's get the, four cards, and there's three components per. Um, well, level. you find extra ones. You get to take off like five or six pieces. I think it's five total mm-hmm. yeah. because there's one that you have to spend on one of the whatever units, yeah. which only gives you like items. At there's the, the let's call them G units. There's the big <laughs> there's the big bomber things. Yeah, there's the, the AI, AI chip, and there's one other thing I can't the whatever unit something that stuns you. It makes M, you go. That makes him go fast. Yeah. M unit, I think. M and it units, literally, yeah. it's, it's just it's, it says M units. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, not only do you get to if you take all point parts of one thing off, he never he doesn't have that attack at all. Right. Right. Uh, or you can or you can use it less if you only take a couple pieces out of that. Not only are you changing how that boss fight's going to work, but once you get to the end of it, you get to a disposal room where all these pieces aren't going mm-hmm. to the mech; they're going to a disposal room, and you get items from it. Yeah. Yep. You get. Mm-hmm things you can sell you get items from some one other thing and then you get basically grenades yep uh, mm-hmm. usable items that do a lot of damage i took I, all i took all of those yeah, yeah i uh i took those and i didn't use them during that fight i used them in a future fight and they really worked i took out two ai barely used and two big bombers so yes. it was pretty balanced for me yeah yeah then i wish i would have took all of the things out of the thing that's the attack that stuns you with the hands. Yeah. Because uh, you can disable that entirely if you take all the pieces out of that. I wish I would have did that because that shit pissed me off. That boss fight was so fucking cool. It I mean, was that's, so... That's dude, really the next thing, so we can go ahead and start talking about it. The way it. it hyped it up had me so fucking yeah, excited for him. <laughs> yeah. The entire You're dungeon... literally climbing up and like, all right, yeah. fuck you, fuck that. I found, oh, I found another card. Guess what? You ain't getting this. Yeah. yeah it's mine. In my pocket, bitch. It was so climactic. <laughs> this is a very, yeah. very good area of the game. I very much enjoyed chapter six and seven. Yeah. Then fighting the thing on that tiny ass catwalk. And yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Like you're literally separated from it's everybody. It's so claustrophobic. Yeah. From the game, from the point of a developer, how do you make a T-shaped catwalk an interesting fight? They nailed this. Yeah, uh, it separates your party at certain points. Yeah, uh, fucking nailed it. It puts they... it puts his hands on either side of you, and his body is in front of you, Dude. so you're you're teed off into a corner. And the cool thing about this is, that I went back and played the original, like Micah. Mm-hmm. When you start that fight uh, in the original game, your party is split into two sides: Cloud's really? on one side, Barrett and Tifa on the other. Oh, oh really? Yeah, well, that's cool. Interesting. That's neat. I love oh, that. It's been so long since I played the original. But oh, I have to do this boss fight is very long. It's yeah, pretty. Yeah. It's pretty fucking tough. It's too. grueling. About halfway through, it breaks off that catwalk, and you're just standing on like one section where you can walk back and forth, and mm-hmm. the airbusters flying in the middle of this flaming inferno. Which is a great time to use Barrett, uh, Barrett and, and spells and spells with your other as they just using Barrett to build up and continue attacking, and as your other characters <laughs> get ATB, you switch to them real quick, or or just. Uh, command them to use like a thunder spell or something yeah uh and it, it that's a really great example of like taking the normal combat and turning it up on its head and now you have to do you have to employ different tactics for this specific fight mm-hmm. i very very much enjoyed this what fight. did you think of the boss fight mike <clears throat> since you walked away to piss i just i hit it a lot and didn't really focus much on it it was uh, a. <laughs> I like that you could. I liked the way you could pick and choose the way with the key cards and everything. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. I didn't know what I was walking into, so I wasn't really sure what I was taking out from because you know I played the original after I played the remake. Yeah. I thought the fight was a good build up. I 
like it I said, just I just, repetitive. it just, yeah, I felt like there was no strategy in that one for me because I just, I don't know, maybe it was just the things that I took out made that fight the way it was. It was, was kind of easy. I mean, it's straightforward. It just felt long. It just it's it was long. long. It yeah. wasn't. I didn't think it was boring. It just wasn't as memorable as some of the other boss fights that you come across later in the game. Like, but it wasn't the buildup is what's memorable. Yeah, the buildup, the getting there, that whole play out, and like, and the arena that you are on, like you guys are saying, like being on a T-shaped platform. I was like, how the fuck is this gonna work? Like, and then it works. And then it works out cool. I was like, oh, I, I, I I was sure that I was gonna die on this boss a ton, and I one shot it. What's funny? Not one shot, but I got through it on my first try. My my (laughs) one shot. Yeah. What? I think this would be a fun one to go. Sorry. I think it'd be a fun one to go back and play with chapter select. For sure. Don't take any of the components out and see how different it is. Ah, No. Hard as fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, getting into that disposal area before we finish talking about the timing puzzle. Oh my god. That was kind of awful. Yeah. Really? I did first try. Nope. I did not. It's hard as fuck in the original. There's a timing puzzle that is later on that in the sewers that pissed me the fuck off. There's a timing puzzle in the original seven that can definitely go fucking I know exactly what you're talking about uh, which so you're one climbing is up to a plate no swinging rope nope which one is inside it inside the Shinra building the statues oh when you oh, have to go in between the guards yeah. and you, you have to do it for Barrett yeah, and Tifa yeah, yeah. hey that's worse than disarming a bomb <laughs> <laughs> yes rough stuff um, God. can't we just kill them so anyway <laughs> Jesus you, you you finish off the Airbuster. Uh, your plan to do it on live TV and you show that Shinra isn't all that powerful. Works. Then the scaffolding starts to break. Uh, Cloud saves Tifa, right? Or yeah, he throws, like her across, throws her across. Helps her get across, yeah. yeah but then he falls, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually part of the original yep. Final Fantasy VII, is that he's yeah. hanging off the thing, and he falls, presumably, to his death. As he should have. Except for now, <laughs> we're in Chapter 8, because that's not how the game ends, even yeah. though that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yep. It's- We in church now, boy. Bling, Blue take me to church. Take me to church. Is what take I have me in to it. church. I blew the window. God. Okay, yeah, let's ruin this moment. <laughs> Sorry, this and, this uh, was like one of my favorite moments of the game, honestly. Like yeah. Cloud falling okay? into the church, hitting the, the flower bed. Aerith coming out. Just like the original. The music just fucking like ripped my heart apart. Yeah, Aerith's like, theme is fantastic. And uh, every they have like seven renditions of it in this game and they're all fantastic. When Cloud opens his eyes and she says, are you okay? And you get that first look at her from that angle. The innocence in her face is yeah. perfect. Really, really good perfect. facial animations in this game. Here, Micah God, doesn't. Yeah, Micah's <laughs> over here not Don't giving a shit. Like, well, yeah, it was like, fun. no way he would have survived this. Cool. Oh, none of the flowers are crushed. That's interesting. I, I guess we're just shit, Micah. Come on. The 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 ways that you suspend your disbelief are interesting. Uh, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> I know. Imagine it drives new, people nuts. Imagine, it drives me crazy. <laughs> imagine a new hope gets remade in the most nah. per- perfect way possible. I'm good. You're it's already son made. of a bitch. It's already made, man. Nope. Fuck you, dude. I live in that world now. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, there's some dialogue going back and forth, or she's ta- he's like, holy shit, there's flowers here. That's so crazy. And then, get the fuck off my flowers, bitch. And she talks about flowers, and he's like, I need to get back to Sector 7. She said, I'll take you, but you have to be my bodyguard. As in, she's like trying to employ him to be her boyfriend. Yeah, basically. And then... Uh, hey, look like my old boyfriend. Yeah. That's later. <laughs> but yes, you have the same eyes. It's the fucking Mako, bitch. And the same clothes. The same, the same, same sword. sword. And I also think I'm him. 
Yeah. Works out. Look at me. Don't look at me. What's this gangster, uh, pimp-ass looking motherfucker comes in here, tries to beat up on Aerith. Uh, Reno, who I didn't like in the original game, but I liked in in the Advent Children movie, who they now make exactly like the Advent Children movie. It's a pretty cool character. I I actually really like Reno and uh, Rude a lot in this. But you fight another one-on-one fight with Reno. Reno, Mm -hmm. 911. Just another good one-on-one boss fight nothing really Which special doesn't happen in the original you doesn't don't fight him in the church, it is yeah. kind of annoying like he like summons all these electric orbs that you have to like attack or get around and this and that it, uh. this is the first time where like unblockable attacks kind of piss me off because a I, little bit yeah he had this like em orb or whatever that he shoots your way you can't dodge it because it tracks you like a fucking guided missile you have to dodge like right at the last second yeah i tried that <laughs> no, it worked for me yeah, i just I, don't know, I think i was dodging the wrong direction or something Maybe, stupid yeah. punisher counters forever it's 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 kind of like artificial difficulty. It's trying to get you to get hit because, like, in those one v one fights, you could just punish your mode and just parry over and over and over again. And Pretty much what that's, I did. That's the fucking fight. Yeah. So it's yeah. trying. I think it's trying to employ tactics to where to like you move. you have to do something else. Oh, tactics. Tactics. Final Fantasy tactics. Best Final Fantasy. Um, Why are we even here? And then the <laughs> the ghosts show up again because you're you're about. I think I don't really know what you're about to do. That's different. Other murder than murder, murder Reno. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, the ghosts are trying to get you again, uh, showing you material you can't get to, and the ghosts are like, "You can't oh, get this material." So aggravating. I ended up getting that later. Yeah, me too. Uh, but it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. I don't remember what it was. Chakra. Oh, second yeah. chakra, which yeah. is uh, something I barely ever use. Maybe that is what the ghosts are technically doing in that area, because you are about to beat Reno, and oh, yeah. the original is He's like you run away. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you guys are supposed to run away and go so down this very specific yeah, direction, so where you, you do these really it. fucking dumb okay. monkey bar things that make no fucking sense. So you gotta stop and go the yep. other direction, and this then this is how not padding in a game when you're trying to pad out a game and trying to make it longer this is not the way to fucking do it and they do it this is a really egregious example and then uh toward the very end of the game in chapter 16 there's another egregious example which we'll get to then but there are there is quote unquote platforming yeah that is in the original though i know but it's fucking boring yeah care if it's in the original they're trying to preserve as much of the original as they possibly can this giant this isn't their padding this is the original in the original you're throwing barrels off of the Rafters. What are the barrels doing up there in the first place? So, not only is you it it's egregious, <laughs> it's boring, it's unnecessary. It also controls like shit. Yeah, yeah. it does control like shit. Yeah. I I accidentally went all the other direction. I, I did was too. Like, oh fuck! I gotta go. I have to. I thought I was supposed to go back to the place I was. Yes, and, and then it's like, no. no, I have to go all the fucking way back there where all these guys are just shooting at me. And it's the like, entire time. wow, this is yeah. Just keep whatever. I just keep shooting yeah. at me. Whatever. Oh, I'm almost dead. Great. I watched a few streamers do the exact same thing yeah. in that same area. I was like, wow, everyone, everyone's tripped up on this. That the ghosts aren't is helping. Bad level design. The ghost should just carry you over. Everything there. else, everything <laughs> else around just that thing where you're climbing on the rafter things. Everything else in there is fine. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. part is awful it's a bad time um but you do get out you do escape you get on the roofs and then you travel by rooftop with Aerith to get to the sector five slums and this is where shit gets ultra anime i actually slice like this. of lifestyle i like this part though because it, it really shows like the uh the differences between cloud and like Aerith and how Aerith is the spunky girl is trying to break cloud out of a shell i like it too i don't yeah. like this she's like oh i'm not a princess i need to be saving oh fucking save me shit <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is this but is fan service for everyone that's waited twenty three years to see these characters reunited as well. It yeah. gives you some more time with them and just really brings back that nostalgia. Yeah, and I enjoyed it, and it, there's a good a few good laughs in there. As I well. took a fuck ton of screenshots here too. It's beautiful, beautiful. I scenery. need to go through my screenshots. I'm curious. Yeah. What about you, Michael? You look 
pissed. Oh, uh, yeah, this was her. just, this took way too goddamn long. I, it does go on a little long. It's just so long. There is, like, one section where Aerith has to jump over a small gap, and she won't do it unless you walk back to her. Uh, like, as I sat there and yeah, stared the at her for thing. a while, like, yep. are you going to do it? Are you going to do the jump? And, and you then you walk a little steps, bit closer, yeah. and she's like, okay, I did it. I'm I like, just, okay, I don't mind great. having this padding if the dialogue and all of it was not fucking stereotypical like anime trope shit like it's just i thought this one was fine though they surprised you finished this game yeah <laughs> me, too. me too because yeah. it doesn't really get serious until like chapter 16 it does it does carry a lot though i like, was just this... kept wondering the whole time like what is the fucking deal there it's a story no no i mean like i just meant in general <laughs> it's like it's just the seven revered so highly and i'm like okay oh, well, let's see what's up with this remake and then it's just like oh this game is suffering terribly from how they treat characters nowadays. Take anyway, me to church. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, in this in this part, Aerith has let some weird things slip that she knows Cloud is a, is a merc without not him having to tell her that. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that she has a she theory. So she has a theory about the whispers and just decides not to say anything. Yeah. When Cloud asks her, you know, "What the hell was that?" Um, she knows Cloud doesn't know how to get to Sector Seven. He's like, "Do you know how to get there?" And he's like, "Yeah." She said, well, "Of course you do." Like in a kind of sly way but isn't that um, just her isn't that her character i think that's being just, a spunky thing yeah like i think that's, that's just her see, personality what, i think she's just forcing to go with him because she wants to be with him. okay well here's here's a direct quote she said bodyguard bodyguard works not too different from merc stuff right cloud says huh like how did you know that and she says uh i guessed in a very weird sheepish kind of way she, she does that a few times in the game too yeah there's yeah, a few well, times that she's like they just fucking met of course no, well there, there's a few times in the game that Aerith does it. this specific thing where she's like this is this way or this is this thing and they're like how do you know that and she's like call it a hunch yeah I she knows that. things she's not supposed to no she when she said call it a she's hunch she's connected later, to the live stream later on it was really live stupid can't the future. I don't remember what yeah, it was because it was something extremely obvious yes exactly call yeah. it a hunch I'm like yeah fucking no shit but <laughs> it's an example of that yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know I don't like her so I, th- I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there's there. definitely some merit yeah. to it yeah but this they, is where we're getting an indication that something's off yeah they get back to Aerith's home and it is beautiful I well, love it before we get to the home we go through the sector 5 slums which has the best music in the fucking game Yeah, for sure. The best part of all this padding. No, we get the Aerith's home. Uh, she makes you pick some flowers, which is sweet and strange. And it's definitely like one of these moments where it takes the game from what it was to what you didn't expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you played the original, you know that you're going to be up for a bunch of goofy stuff, a bunch of filler stuff, a bunch of stuff that is not fighting, is not serious, is not that. And that's what Aerith's character kind of does. So you go around the cloud, you're picking these different flowers. For the community center, I, I assume, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. You go back, you do that, you can do a bunch of side quests in that hub world, which is very sweet. Some of them are okay, some of them are kind of 
dumb. Yeah, finding the kids was dumb. I didn't like having See, to like dumb. squeeze through that like loading area every, every time single I, time. Every time I wanted oh to God. have to talk to that weird Moogle kid, and I'm like, why? Like I did like when you were like helping the kids, like because I did all those side quests, and Eris like, I mean, look at you having fun. And he's like, this is what I do. And I'm like, you just harass yeah. kids. Yeah. For, like, <laughs> and then you come back to the area, and all the kids have like little Buster, Buster swords, swords that yeah. they've made. No, it's really cool. They do. So you save those kids, and they're like, wow, Cloud's cool. When you get back, kids mm -hmm. who hadn't even really seen you already have Buster Swords. And yeah, I yeah. walked in there and I was like, how the fuck do they already have these? <laughs> yeah. Did he walk through and they were like, that's cool. I'm going to make the, I'm going to whittle this with a fucking pocket knife. You know, you know Pretty kids. Much. It was probably one kid did it and everyone else was like, I want that. Fuck how they do it so fast though. One kid's it's really like made good out of like cardboard. Mass manufacturing. He's Asian. I mean, one has a Aww. giant nail bat, so why not? Okay, the nail bat is fucking sick. It's, it's really cool. It's the only one with a different Barely triangle uh, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's I like feel the like, home run thing. Yeah, I feel like he basically got that out of Smash Brothers. Like, they were like, no, here, the, here's this. <laughs> What's the sword that lets you switch stance? All of them? All of them, yeah. Punisher sword? Or yeah. the Punisher? No, 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 no. The, uh, nail bat, the nail bat gives you the skill yeah. to do the switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. The stance switching. But when mm -hmm. you go into Punisher mode with the nail bat, it's just that giant swing instead of a bunch of uh, long combos. I, yeah. That's the, I think that's the other one. I, I didn't, didn't finish that up. one because yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't I, very fun. I just maxed it out real quick. It doesn't take very long to max out a skill. Also because yeah. like I, I went into like the next cutscene with it and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, it was goofy. I don't like that. He was like holding this nail bat. Uh, he did that. I think that we were in the same yeah, cutscene. He did like, that, and I was like, "Not like as intimidated." It at somebody. Not as intimidating. I was like, wow. Like Babe Ruth coming up to the plate. Yeah, right he just he basically called the shot. Yeah. <laughs> His pets riddled with nails. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy has always had all these like goofy weapons, and I love it when they pop Build up a house like that. Yeah. Like the fucking wrecking ball for Barrett. Is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. Like, why? The claw. The claw is cool. Yeah. It is, but it's what the fuck? It's like this man with a giant claw for an arm. And then Pretty uh, good. Big Bertha is the name of like that final weapon and stuff. I didn't I know, get that one. Great. Oh, it's that's badass. interesting. Anywho. But yeah, uh, you pick the flowers, you do the community stuff, and then uh, you stay the night. And the next day, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna Eris gonna take you to sick. Before that, you fight Rude. Yep. Is this where you fight Rude? Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure exactly where uh, this was. You the do first, all the side okay. quests and you're on your way back. That in. makes sense because yeah. that's the man I pointed the nail bat at. And I was yep. like, yep. <laughs> I was like, you. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, yep. I, I wish that it had context. I wish it could have just had like a second of dialogue of Rude just like doing like a double take yeah. or something. Like, like <laughs> blowing his glasses. Like, Is that a bat? <laughs> With nails in it? <laughs> Suicide's badass. <laughs> that was a that was a very cool boss fight though. It was. Uh, yeah, it's just another good one v one boss yep. fight. Fantastic. Also, super anime. A very stylish dude with glasses who's in a suit who can basically slam the earth and like you have break, a shockwave come at you. You break his glasses, he pulls out another set of glasses. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Cool. He's so cool and composed. So cool and composed. And he's got the hots for Tifa. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, apparently. Like I've heard that, but I haven't oh, actually God. seen that anywhere. The bad fucking dialogue when he's like, "Go home and stay there," and she's like, "You know, I can't do that." And then he goes. Oh. As he flies away on a helicopter. <laughs> so some of the voice acting in this game is really good. Some of it really bad. And I don't think it's the voice acting that's bad. It's just the writing's bad. And there's a couple of sections of that. And that's one of them. That'll happen sometimes. It'll happen sometimes. Unless it's God of War where everything is fantastic. To go back, go to sleep, air sleep, and you gotta sneak out of the house in... One of the most annoying. Like, How did you guys handle the sneaking out? So Very I fucked fucking it up. slowly. I fucked it up a bunch. Fucking hated that section. Did it the so first like, time. Well, the reason you yeah. have to sneak out is because uh, Aerith's mom tells you to leave because she doesn't like soldiers, and she yeah. knows that if you stick around, Shinra's gonna come and take her. 
and she's trying to prevent that as much as possible. I messed up once because there was like one thing that was. They like, put it in the middle of the fucking floor. You can't. It's just like, it's a goddamn bucket. Clean your house. It's fucking bucket. <laughs> I walked around. Or, or, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this like pixel by pixel. I'm gonna squeeze through mm. these things, but the bucket was like literally behind Cloud, like his mm. model. So I didn't see it, and I just bumped into it. I was like. Which is kind of cool, because I'm glad I got to see, like, Aerith get up and be like, what are you yeah. doing? Go back to yeah. bed. And well, so th that part doesn't make sense to me, because you successfully finally sneak out. Yeah. When you fail, she's, like, pushing you back into the room. Mm -hmm. But then you get out of the house and you go out. Lo and behold, she's fucking outside. She's just Great out job. there waiting for you. True. Yeah. I thought you were in the room. Divergent timelines. <laughs> <laughs> Time we'll, get, we'll get there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so is or Final is Fantasy VII Remake like Dark Souls 1 and it's timey-wimey? Oh yeah, it's very timey wimey. It's timey wimey as fuck. I think it's exactly what's going to go down. But it, I really enjoyed that. Like, um, I thought it was bullshit that you basically had to sneak past like three objects and then like walk down the stairs to immediately trigger a cutscene that like help you progress. I was like, oh yeah, okay, well that was like, why did I have to whatever. sneak out? It's like I was yeah. going to leave anyways. I was literally on my way out. Why would? Why did I have to do like a bullshit little game? Just because pattern? it was in the original. Because it was in the original. Yep. I don't care. Though. Yeah, but the original was just you, just you just walked out and you left and it was easy. Yeah. Whereas this one, they literally just. What I don't like Here's about it. Here's a rubber ducky. Don't I, step on what it. What I don't like about it is every time you fail, whatever you hit, they take out of the way. Yeah. So they know mm. it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So you know. Okay. Just yeah. take it out of the way. Well, I'll here, just leave. I'll just leave and then I'll run into her later. And then that makes more fucking sense. Do you get having anything a, for doing it the first time? No. No. Having a fail sequence yeah. to it. To sne yeah. Sneaking out's fine. Having a fail sequence to it, not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Again, we're nitpicking. It would have been great well, if you. There's hit so it. very few things that are wrong with this yeah, game. I'm, yeah. I'm nitpicking. The if fuck you would have hit it. it, and her mom would have been like, "I said quietly, but I guess not." Well, and not. then you would have gotten to the end of the path, and or you would have gotten there. Then Aerith would have been like, "Well, you did knock some shit over, so of course I heard you." Well, how I like, how I feel about the remakes is you can add whatever you want. Yeah. Flesh out the world however much you want, but don't take anything away. Yeah. And I think I if the scene that. got taken away, then it would kind of suck. Okay, but they could have just not fun. had a fail sequence to this, like a, con a fail consequence to it, because there wasn't one in the original. You just snuck out. Yeah, yeah. either way, it, it was a small little thing. But actually, like, stepping out into the world and running through the trail and everything, there's no music. There's just sound effects. You can hear the footsteps and everything. I, I really liked that. I thought mm -hmm. it was very somber. Really made you feel like you were leaving somebody behind or, like, doing something that maybe you shouldn't be doing, mm -hmm. you know? That was very cool. And then to see Aerith pop around the corner and be like, oh, well, well fuck. <laughs> I guess she, we're doing this She anyways. basically says, I'm going to take you to Sector 7, then I'll leave you alone. And mm. that leads us on to Chapter 9. Next time on the Metal Gamers Podcast. All right. So this episode's going on a lot longer than we thought it was going to. So we're actually going to cut it off right here. And we'll pick it up on the next episode, starting with when you arrive at Walmart. Not Walmart. Walmart. Oh no. no. Final Fantasy VII remakes Walmart called Walmart. Do they stay six feet apart and practice social distancing? No, no, no. They do no. a lot of things though. Actually, they kind of do. I don't know. It's like if Walmart hmm. had a strip club. That'd be kind of cool. Oh shit. Walmart needs strip clubs. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> what would you call it? In this it? pandemic? I don't so. <laughs> They'd have to be they like a bubble. They'd have to clean. The oh, have y'all seen? That'd we kind of cool. Put them in a bubble. <laughs> say, have y'all seen the drive through strip clubs? Like the big, you know, hamster bubble things. <laughs> okay, keep okay. all this in. <laughs> keep all this in. I think you just call it the wall house. <laughs> like the doll house over here, you know? That place burned down a long time ago. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> they also sell waffle. 
Talk Me Out.